We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, donkeys? Happy Friday. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. You can listen to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. Take us on the go wherever you may be. We appreciate that. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. Brought to you by our friends at Crop Metcalf. They are the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. We thank you for tuning in this Friday morning. January 26, 2024. I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Eric Bickle. Morning. Morning. Johnny Cakes Allville. Hello, everybody. And Jason Bishop. Happy Friday. That is the foursome. It is uh, championship weekend. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. suck next week when we don't have football. Mm-hmm. Well, for two weekends. It's going to suck for two weeks because there's always a two-week gap. Right? Am I, am I? Yeah, but you're going to have it this weekend. Right. <laughs> then you're not going to have it next week, and then you will yeah. have it the following week. Hmm. It's just how you termed it. Did you think that there was a two week? (laughs) So so you're saying the Super Bowl is Is three three weeks away? Isn't the Super Bowl generally two weeks? Yes, it's two weeks away, but it's just a title game. It's just one weekend off, is what I'm saying. Ah, okay. I'm saying it's that what you're getting confused by? I don't don't even know. My brain is scrambled. It's going to suck next week. The zins still affect you. Might be a little slight, (laughs) slight tinge of zins hangover. But cakes is that's one of his weeks. Doesn't he always say something like it's four days away when it's really just three days away? If you're not, if you haven't completed the day that you're on, you still count that day. No, but the day started. It's, How many days away is Sunday, according to you? Sunday is to me, it'll be two days three away. away. Because this day is <laughs> it's a wacky complete. bit. <laughs> I still count this day. I mean, it, it, it's six a.m. Maybe no, I'm, but maybe I, tr- I, I, I truly. Uh, but I think Cakes actually thought that there was two full weeks, <laughs> and then the Super Bowl the following week. I don't know what he thought. I, I, here, here's listen. what I know. This is what I know. <clears throat> the Super Bowl is on <clears throat> February 11th. Yeah. I'm 99% sure that's the date. Today's the 26th. So today's the 26th. Yeah. So it's it's like two weeks away. Well, that's what he was saying. Yeah, it's, it's semantics. Oh, okay. You know what? We're going to get caught in the weeds. Start picking on you early. It's fine. picking on you early. No, I'm just you trying to win for the team yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm not picking on him. I'm just trying to figure, figure out the rationale. In his brain? Of what, what he thought the date you know, was. You know, my, brain is very com- <laughs> my brain is very complex. You know. It's hard to figure out. He thinks Sunday is three days away. <laughs> Because it is. It's 6 a.m. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, literally, it's not barely, even half over. It's not. It's, it's like an hour over. I know. So, so is saying. Saturday two days away, two according days to away. your math? Yes. 
Or does Math Saturday would be two days is away? Still a day. I don't know why you guys just discount this day. I've never understood that. Line. Well, it makes right it now. certainly makes it seem tomorrow like... is two days away for him. He does. Yeah. <laughs> just like I say, I unpeel a banana. You guys say you peel a banana. At what point is going to be different? Will tomorrow be one day away? This, e- this evening, okay, <laughs> like around eight o'clock. But at, like at noon, tomorrow is still two days. Still away. two days away. Uh, we st- okay. I think once it gets dark, then you can st- say that tomorrow is actually one day away. Yeah, I think we've effectively pointed out the absurdity well, of it. One <laughs> one thing that we know for sure today, yes, will be sunny and seventy-one degrees. That you cannot dispute. It's January twenty-sixth, right? Yeah, but it's going to change again next week. Of course, but enjoy today. Of course, you'll well, be I'll driving. Be in car. You'll be I'll driving be in car for six hours. <laughs> well, at least your windows will be down. Where are you I driving guess. to? I don't even know. Wor- Worcester. Massachusetts, Worcester. Who drives with their windows down? That's that's like weird behavior. The summer just, you do. I was just being a little facetious bit. because uh, the just... weather's going to be nice. Oh my god! You never Maybe have like, I'm a sunroof. Mood. What am I dealing with today? I have had a, a sunroof before. Don't yeah. really don't didn't really utilize it for Maybe probably ninety percent of the time I had it. I agree, but. Sometimes, you know, I used like, to, have a to me, that's not an attractive. Like if somebody's like, hey, we should buy this vehicle. It's got a sunroof. I'd be like, that is not something that's attractive. You know what? When I was a teenager, it was, though. Oh, sure. If you're 17. Yeah. When I was 18. a teenager. What convertible do you have? I had a BMW. Well, not when I was a teenager, but I had a BMW 335i hardtop convertible. <laughs> silly. Mm, that gotcha. thing was silly when it came out. I don't think I've ever opened my sunroof. I mean, I have before, but like. Just as kind of like a, a gadget, like a one-off. Mm-hmm. Then I closed I, it immediately because my, my allergies were killing me. Corvette also had the uh, T-tops. Remember? The, you Short-lived actually, right. you Corvette. Actually, well, I mean, I had it like, no, I wrecked it in a week, but I had it for years. Mm. I, <laughs> I bought it. Here's, here's a true story. I bought it for 20K. It was used. <laughs> I wrecked it a week later. Right near my old place of work. It was my, my fault. They wanted to total it. I said... We're not totaling a car. I just spent twenty grand. Mm-hmm. I put another fourteen in it <laughs> in my own money cash. Pit. Big money pit, just so I could drive it for another. You had a Corvette. Years. I don't think you did. I think I pretty much know all the cars you've had. Did you ever have a Mustang? I never had a Mustang. I feel like you would have wanted a Mustang. I could have. I would take a Shelby. I would want the Shelby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you need the fanciest, fastest one. I like, I like yeah. Mustang. I like um, uh, an inanimate. Uh, part of American Nightmare, which I did complete yesterday. Did you, you finish com- it? I have not completed it yet. Oh, I finished it before. I'm you. halfway through the third episode. Were you just a zombie when you got home yesterday? Oh, it's the straight, whole day. straight to sleep. You did straight to sleep for about an hour and twenty minutes. I gave uh, you a podcast to listen to. That never occurred to you. Didn't happen. I'm sure I'll do that at some point. Yeah. Then woke up, walked the dog, came back, took another like quick cat nap before my wife got home uh-huh. and uh and then i was fine any whistle whistle no it never worked that, that was the last thing on my really? mind he was not yeah. feeling good yesterday right? yeah it was man not... that zen kicked your butt oh that zen just beat my <clears throat> ass I, I, that is... if you haven't seen the video go to the uh youtube page follow us at 1067 the fan YouTube, click on the sports junkies, and it's up there. And I don't blame Mike Marr, but he did. kind of do blame He him. threw me in the deep end because all he had was the six millis instead of the three milligram dose. Yeah. And, like, even a hardened, like, former, and I put that in air quotes, smoker like J.P. Yeah. Finley, yeah. who I know has enjoyed a heater or two in his day. Yeah. He texted me. He's like, dude, the six milligram is no joke. Like, you were in the deep end. Yeah. Like, mm. that's for, like, people who, like, have a real... Nicotine. You work your way up to it. Addiction. You don't just start like, at it. Yeah, yeah. You don't just. That's like me stepping in the ring with Tyson in his prime. Like, 
Why would Why would I do that? That would right. be idiotic. Right. You fell prey to the bit. That's what I, you fell prey yeah, to. Yeah, but I also no, did, he also didn't. Know. I also he didn't, didn't know. No, he didn't, he didn't that know. That little tiny packet was. was it would gonna, never have occurred. I didn't but once, it, was, once it started to burn your lip, yeah, it should have been out immediately. Yeah, you're probably right. No, he was hanging <clears> there, and then we actually told him, take it out. Right. I told him that. So yeah. Take it out. Who cares? I just didn't realize that that little six milligram packet. Was I never gonna, would have was going to bring the hammer. I never would have known the way that it did. I, you know, Grab knew because it had happened to him. Never thought it would make me puke. Like I never thought it would get to that level. But, I remember there was, a, there was a big guy on my street. You remember Tim, JP? I don't remember his last name. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he gave me, and the Will, he gave me some tobacco. <laughs> and so there was a few days where we were kind of like experimenting with tobacco. <laughs> but all it did was make me spit a lot. I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't do anything. Right, I, didn't, right. I probably didn't know what I was doing. I mean, for sure I didn't know what I was doing. But let me, let me just say this. The buzzes from other Substances mm-hmm. way like greater. Alcohol way greater. Right. Even cigarette cigarettes didn't would never give me a buzz, but just the act of smoking a cigarette was right. much more pleasurable than popping one of those things. Well, in, you know, my our mouth. friend Othello sent me a link, and I haven't watched yeah, it yet. I did see Othello uh, texted me yesterday that he had two two upper deckers in. I think yeah, yesterday he after. loves <laughs> the zins, and yeah. he said he, so said, he had he said, twelve. I don't know if he has six or maybe but he three sounds three like he's an experienced guy. So he but probably he sent a link, 12. and he said, you got to watch. Don't sleep on the positive uh, effects of nicotine, right? Somebody did a whole doc okay. on it. it, including one of them being – remember I told you we talked about focus and some of those mm-hmm. things. People do swear by it. But he also said there was a reference which did intrigue me. More blood flow to your penis. Oh, really? <laughs> I knew that I, would intrigue you. I, I, that's not intriguing to yeah. you? Not really, but I knew it would intrigue you. Yeah. So is that why you want to know if well, cakes whistled? Well, let me just tell you this. No. Yesterday, was two zero, there was zero blood flow to my cellulite. Right. Zero. Less right. than zero. Right. right. No You just interest. went right to bed. Twice. I, and, so, and actually, 24 hours later, you're, you would not characterize yourself as 100% recovered? I think I'm like 97.5%. Like, wow. I'm really close to He really to being has Mac. a delicate ecosystem. I do. It's, yeah, yeah. Remember, he ate those hot dogs and it took him a week <laughs> to Don't get upset over it. The, the temple. Yeah. This temple, it's, it's very refined. He doesn't have one callus. It's very. <laughs> hold on. I think, I, I, have, I think this is a, te- a tennis callus developing. Oh, yeah, right there, you are right there on tennis. my right ring finger. But it's, yeah. Country it's very small. It's very, t- it's very small. <laughs> well, you know. I was gonna. I wanted to bring up just a little side note. So you watched American Nightmare. I do want to watch that, but I often think of this when I come into work. If it really hits me when I come into work. I think one of the great underrated movies of all time. And you guys know I'm no movie expert. I watch like two or three a year. <laughs> we do of, know that. But one of the great movies of all time in my world is Groundhog Day. And I do I, like me some Groundhog. I Day. I thought it was a great it's movie. An entertaining it watch. really affected me. Yeah. Because even though it's a goof. It's kind of it's the way kind you're living. Of true. It's kind of the way you're like, living. I can give you my routine. Every morning I go by, you drive by the homeless guy, and then it's like I actually see the same cars going uh-huh. to work. Uh-huh. I come in here, Michael J Jen- like clockwork. Michael Jenkins is coming in late. <laughs> yeah. Valdez is picking up his copies. Today's limping. Then he goes over into the kitchen and he yeah. cleans out his water. Mm-hmm. He gets his- like literally the same thing happens every single then you normally I'm in here before JP, but Today, I think I was in there talking. JP will come in the last second. And it's just like, it's, every day is Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. It ever, does it's it ever... funny, that's funny that you said that because I was driving into work yesterday. Yeah. Driving into, on 395. Yeah. It's such an awful road. It's a terrible road. I hate 395. Stinks. 
because there's always this one lane I know I have to get into. Uh, it's a long story. But I was thinking to myself, it's just Groundhog Day. I was thinking that. <laughs> it is. I thought that to myself. It's almost actually Groundhog Day. February and then, 2nd. Next, and the next morning you bring that up. That's hilarious. Well, I think about that movie. And you guys all love Bill Murray when he plays at Pebble Beach, right? Wow, he's got. No, I, mean, I, 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 I could do I, without. I can't wait for him to bow out. <laughs> They're not doing that this year, I don't think. Ned Ryerson. I hate all those. Flags. That's a great line. Don't act like it isn't. Don't act I like think, it doesn't make you laugh. I think since Pebble is a signature event this year. They're not, I, they're not all doing all the celebs on the weekends. Good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're so don't act like you don't laugh that you don't have your teeth out when he punches Ned Ryerson right in the in the face in Groundhog Day. You know you laugh. Okay. Thank you. Today, today, uh, you know, normally I see Valdez walking over to the thing and then getting his walk. Today I see him limping. Immediately, you know, oh, he's had another issue with his knee or quad okay. or whatever. <laughs> He's very downtrodden. Oh, he needs a he needs an MRI. Oh no! Now here's the thing. Can <laughs> it, can some, I don't think you're gonna be able to get one, but can somebody just hook him? Because, <laughs> but it takes like an hour. That's the thing. Like you're gonna take a technician's, you know? Yeah, you want to circumvent the insurance because I'm guessing your right, insurance, insurance you're gonna have gonna, a big ass copay. <laughs> yeah. So he's in a pickle because if you if you have a deductible like our thing does, yeah. and you, it's probably gonna cost you like a thousand bucks. Oh, I know. Yeah. Can somebody just hook him? I'm not in a very good mood I'll today. give you a, a discounted CRI, a Cakes Residence Imaging. Go put some ice on your yeah, hamstring. Hey, isn't, your, isn't your son a doctor? Doesn't he have access to all that equipment? I don't know <laughs> if he has access to that equipment thing yet. Is you need he's, a on, he's on his way. You know just, I mean? Can he go in there after hours, scan me in? And I don't know. You need, a guy, you need a guy that I like owns his own radiology clinic. Yes. You do. You honestly do. A mom and pop uh, MRI service. I'm just. I'm very. I'm very upset. I'm not in a good mood today. Just because well, I oftentimes you, too you should... in his spot, they're not going to even give him. Like if he went to the ortho, they're probably not even going to give him the MRI uh, script. They'll probably do, do. They'll probably talk That's to not him. A problem. That's just. It's going to be. We can it's get a doctor. Exa- to this give is him why. This is why I'm. This is why I'm. I'm pissed off. Is because number one, I, I thought I was good and. No, I'm not. I got to redo. I got basically have to redo everything again. He's looking around here. He looks pathetic. I'm gonna have to go to ortho again. They're gonna do another X-ray. They're gonna tell me. They're gonna tell me. They're gonna tell me. You got to go do rest and then go do physical therapy again. And then we'll do. Then we'll do the MRI after that. It'll be a whole process, and it'll be a whole. Can write you an MRI script. Trust me, I can do that in two seconds. That's not the issue. The issue you're gonna have is I don't care about pay. I don't care about paying for. You don't care anymore. Well, I—I I mean, at this at this point, I need to figure out what's going on. All right. So, how much is the? Why, why are you saying that the MRI is going to cost them a thousand? Well, because if he has a high deductible, like, do you definitely do have a high deductible? Do you know that? Well, I think our insurance is so our insurance is so poopy. It depends it's on bad. what option you choose. There's right. a bunch I'm of trust me, I'm different not, options. I don't have the Cadillac of insurances. <laughs> right, I so, actually think generally it's good to have a high deductible because. Typically, you don't go to the doctor if you're healthy. Yeah, no, I I'm don't just wondering really how much. Because I'm going to have an MRI as well on my yeah. shoulder. Hey, you see when we get a BOGO. But I don't know what option I have, so I don't know if I'm – I don't think I have the high deductible. I don't think. I have a high deductible. So I'm wondering how much it's actually going to cost me out of pocket. And he's going to have to pay because at the beginning of the year, it all just resets. Yes. <coughs> oh. That's why he's going to have to pay yeah. out of pocket. Yeah. Uh, until he hits that deductible. Getting old, be... getting old sucks. It just sucks. Oh, it's sucks he's a young buck. I'm not in a... yeah, he's getting older though. He's getting <laughs> yeah. older. He's look. <clears throat> just I'm. T- I hope you. He'll be forty this. before you know it. He's almost forty. He looks like he's almost fifty. <laughs> you know, 
I know. I, I, I happened to me. And and I, uh, I hit the wall fast. He hit the wall a little earlier than most. He's your zins today, just hammering you. No, I mean, listen. I, he knows I care about him. It's just he's falling apart. He also works out hard. Yeah. Well, I've, well, the yeah. thing is, I've I've, I've uh, he's put a lot of that. abuse on his you body. Dial that back. Yeah, I've dialed that back. Well, you know what? I listen. You, I don't want to be an "I told you so" guy. I don't want to be that. But all those guys that do that CrossFit, CrossFit, yeah, they all they all get hurt. Yeah, they say that's what ended he's, Brooks' life. He doesn't career. want to be an "I told you so" guy, but he's being an "I told you so" guy. Well, I mean, you you know that you know the it's just reputation a different version of the back. You know the reputation of CrossFit. Well, I, it's my own fault. It's not CrossFit's fault. It's my own fault for squatting 300 pounds. Like, <laughs> I don't need to do that to my body. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what are you trying for an offensive line position? <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> just, I can't help ego, it. I'm competitive. Ego, I'm competitive. I, I challenge myself. I told well, him. I told him. I that, just, you know, I told hey, him you know what I've learned? deadlifted 510 or something, whatever it was. Yeah. What, and was I, it? Uh, what? what did he do? What he did said he, do? he did 515. Yeah, but what was it? Was it deadlift? I can't remember deadlift, what it was. Yes. Yeah, but that was 1993. No, no, my no, son. son. Oh, your son. Not I'm me. Oh. I couldn't. Well, I couldn't okay, well, hundred. So your son is twenty three. Of course. Yeah. But then he was like, "Now I gave him a number to shoot <laughs> right, for." Right, right, right. Yeah, I, got, I oh, was. No, trying, yeah, I was gotta, doing four ninety five. You got to forget <laughs> that number. But, but I just this. This is what I've learned. Just stop trying. <laughs> yeah. Stop challenging yourself. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Stop trying. <laughs> yeah. The harder I swing in golf, the worse my ball. The worse my. So I guess swing easier. And then, and then, I mean, this is also. Why it's very alarming and very sad is mm-hmm. that today's like seventy two and, and sunny, and you and can't even go. Out yeah, and I can't. Enjoy even, it. Yeah, can't even go out and enjoy it. Not even with a cart, dude. Well, I guess I there's even, no cart. Well, it's, 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 he has to walk. He has to put on his body yeah. to swing. I, I just, it. I can't. Uh. I'm like, I'll be like Tiger in two thousand eight. <laughs> but all the golf courses are still underwater. They're going to be so. I know, wet. but, but I'm not, I don't even. Think but that's why it's. But that's that's why it's depressing. Is that I'm going to have to go through all this again. Sucks. When the no, weather's me, changing, and I, I feel you. I mean, it's a different part of the body. You but can abuse that. I'm, I've got a Pebble Beach trip scheduled for late July, and right now I can't swing a golf club, so I'm in the same situation. You've got the frozen shoulder again. Well, it's tendonitis, but I'm getting an mm-hmm. MRI on next Saturday morning, and I'm not looking forward to that. What do they do for tendonitis? There's really nothing you could do, just rest, right? Well, that could all be, there could be, really be something else in there. They, he, he might have. There could be know, a torn tear. rotator. Yeah. My guess it is might you require have a tear. surgery. My guess is you have a tear. Right. You if might it, need the world's biggest cortisone shot. And it, oh, I've to get, had those. To get you through uh, the trip. I've How long those. did it last? Cortisone shots are good for about a couple more. Four or five days. Oh, no. It can, no, it can, last, for months. Like it can not, last for months. Not, yeah. not, not with my shoulders, not. Yeah. Well, you no. might need to have. Then you have the pain doesn't get completely the go knife. away. There's not one cortisone shot in the world that will just completely take the pain away. I challenge any ortho or any any doc. Well, I saw There's no chance with my, with my son's knee. It was like bone on bone, but it's temporary. Correct. But it did last a couple yeah. months. And then you got then you got to pay. F- it makes 40, it feel better, but it doesn't go away. Forty to seventy dollars a PT session, depending yep. on where you go. Mine's fifty. Yep. Bad beat. And then they may, they're saying, "Well, you should come up uh, three days a week." <laughs> oh, I bet you want me to come three days a week. Yeah. Uh, right. Exactly. Just give me the list of exercises. I'll do it at home. Well, our our insurance is so bad. It's fifty bucks per PT copay, and if they want to dry needle me, mm-hmm. it's another fifty bucks. So it's a hundred bucks if they want to dry needle. Every time you go to the PT and they dry needle you, mm-hmm. it's, it's tell a them don't dry needle. Even you. know why you have well, that's insurance? What that's what I've said. I'm yeah. not doing the dry needling. It sounds like that never worked for me. The dry needling. I know yeah. it works for some. I think it, it works for minor it's, stuff. Again, it's temporary. I think it works for minor stuff. 
Then he could have worked for a big thing. It sounds like he's got a big issue. If cortisone's not helping him, <laughs> his shoulder's mangled. I'm right there yeah. with you. I've got torn labrum and torn rotator cuff. Yeah. And I'm just Everybody kicking the can down the throat. Man, this is yeah. 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 What's going on with you? you hey, Jason, you want to get in the MRI machine with me together? <laughs> we should just. I don't in, know if there's one that's big what enough. What we should do is we should invest in one. Yeah. <laughs> like the group. Yeah. Just for ourselves. We all put money to buy it just for us. I mean, let me Google. And then we could farm yeah, it out. Yeah, the golf simulator. Put an MRI yeah. machine. <laughs> You're at the office. That would work. All right. Got to take a break. If you want to chime in throughout the show, phone number is 800 636 1067, you can call us on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can also text the fan on the Thompson Creek Windows text machine. Standard message and data charges may apply. It's the same number. And you can tweet us at Junks Radio on a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Welcome back on a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Later in the program, we'll get into Chiefs Ravens and 49ers Lions as we have the AFC and NFC Championship Games this weekend, but yesterday, fans in this area received a letter from Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Wizards, the Capitals, the Mystics, Monumental Sports, and he outlined the reasons why the Wizards and Capitals will be potentially moving to Potomac Yards in Alexandria. That at least is the hope. Did he mention the busker outside his uh, office that was rumored to be bugging the crap out of him? The kids <laughs> playing music? I'm pretty sure that was not in his letter, unless no. there was an addendum to the letter that I didn't see. <laughs> he did not mention that. All right. Um, look, there's opposition, and there are groups that have been formed, uh, one called Stop the Arena. I was just walking yesterday into the little cafeteria area we have, and it had Fox 5 on, and there was, I don't know if he was a politician or just somebody who lived in Alexandria, and he was saying all this talk that this actually uh, helps the economy, the local economy, it's bogus because people are going to have to move out, and he's compl- he said something about taxes, it was above mm-hmm. my head, that the taxes would be going into Monumental and not out to the uh, the, the benefits of the, the residents. Bottom line is there's opposition. Oh, yeah. Politicians, residents, there's some opposition there in Alexandria. And so this letter outlines why Ted would like to move to Alexandria, to the Potomac Yards. And it comes down to um, two things, really. He wants uh, space and really opportunity. So the space, I think I'd have to check exactly in the article, points out the acreage. I think right now they've got 3.6 acres, 3. if I'm 8. correct, 3.8, <laughs> and this would give them 12 acres. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. One of the other things he points out, and I thought that this was a somewhat compelling argument, that a lot of people are upset. Yes, it's being taken out of the city, but he says the entertainment district would be 4.5 miles from Capital One Arena, 2.6 miles from the Washington, D.C. border, under one mile from Reagan Washington National Airport which is one of the most accessible airports. And then he really is trying to make it a DMV argument. Mm-hmm. says, yes, right now they're in the D.C. He goes, but most people, including myself, drive to work, and a lot of times you go from Maryland. I, I, I am one of them. I go from Maryland, mm-hmm. and then I enter Virginia, yep. and I get on GW Parkway, and then I enter the district of D.C. He says a lot of people are like that. And then he points out the the numbers. Yeah. Um. of the fans who attend games are from Virginia. 41% are from Maryland. 15% from D.C. 
He says the teams represent the DMV, and they belong to the entire DMV. This will never Here's change. Here's why the boo-hooing from people about it moving out of the district, it doesn't affect me one bit, because I grew up in the shadow of the Capitol Center. We all did, 15 mm-hmm. minutes away. Uh-huh. It was such a sweet spot for us to have that venue located so where it was. Yeah. It was it was great. I mean, we all went to a bunch of caps and, and then bullets. Wizards Nobody games, really complained. Concerts. Nobody really complained that I remember. Oh, it's not in the city. Yeah. Well, you know I mean? well, I mean, there, there was some well, you of that, weren't paying but, attention but to it, really. Was, I mean, there was no social is, media. In the 80s? It was a different got, world. When different that world. got ripped away from us and placed into D.C., it's not like I was like, oh, I'm, I'm boycotting now. I can't support the teams because they got moved from the burbs down well, into I the just, city. Was I a huge fan of it? No. But there's a little something called adapting to what you know progress is. Yeah. And the progress was to move from the burbs into the city. So now the progress for Ted and his group is to have a bigger footprint have a bigger area to develop. He, he doesn't have that in D.C. He's never going to have that. He won't say he wants to, He's not going to say it in a letter. He wants to have his own legacy. Abe had his legacy, right? I mean, you know. He wants to have his peace. own Jerry's World. Or whatever, what do they call yes. it down there? Jerry's World? Jerry yes. World, Jerry's World, yeah. yeah. That's what he wants. Yeah, but he wants that. Yeah, like, <clears> so <throat> Abe was credited for revitalizing that part of D.C. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nothing lasts forever. Sorry, nothing does. And now Ted wants his opportunity to, you know, make his stamp. It, the, the the letter almost came out, in my opinion, like a legal brief and somewhat defensive. Now, he says he the two PR objectives. Wise. He got slaughtered PR-wise. Yeah, the two mm-hmm. objectives Not that he us. laid out was, number one, provide our fans with the best experience in all of sports. And he goes through that. And then number two, establish a best-in-class set of facilities for athletes, employees. But what I kind of found defensive, but they are true points, is particularly for the people that are upset that they're taking the teams away from the city, even though he points out it's not that it's not like he's moving them 50 miles away. Mm-hmm. It's, according to him, 4.5 miles from Capital One Arena, 2.6 miles from the D.C. border. Well, we made that argument what, at the time. What came off a little defensive is he brings up the entertainment and sports arena where we did our show mm-hmm. uh, from before the, the wizard play. season. Yeah. yeah the mystics mm-hmm. play there. I went to a CAA tournament there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what's because the reality is, I think they're going to keep that. I think they are going to keep that. I think he comes off defensive in a way. Cause the reality is, I don't want to say nobody cares about those teams, but that they care about them less than the big boys. Okay. The Capitals and Wizards are the big pro teams. Those are big but draws. It is a valid point by him. He's still going to have business in the district. I don't um, know how many people go to Capital City go-go games. Maybe 100. Yeah, not but it, many. But the point is he still has a base. <clears throat> He's still going to be a taxpayer in the D.C. area. Uh, and listen, I just don't begrudge a guy for wanting to move. There's there's guys over, you know, that work at the Post that think, like Maryland and Virginia, they should pay Ted, Ted or pay D.C., to help them raise money, these 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 states hate and, and these territories hate each other. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a reality. Well, they're all competing against each other right. for tax revenue and and business development like this. Right. Yeah, I believe that was Steinberg's tweet. He said something to like the if this is one DMV, then Virginia should pay for the arena in DC. Yeah, maybe makes sense. Life doesn't work that way. Here's what you can't get around, and Cakes mentioned it. What is 
3.8 acres to 12 acres. And that's Ted's vision. Right. And, that, and that's what he wants. He wants to have his own his own complex. It's going to be state of the art. Big and he see he can build out his vision and he's there. Make a and he can do on it. It's yeah. for Ted. It's win 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 win. Other than all the people bitching and moaning, and you, you and have a right you know to bitch and you'll moan. Get past but that, Ted will just, he'll yeah. he'll weather the storm. But that's why it sounds defensive because I don't think I'll be frank with you. I don't think they anticipated the backlash. There was a lot of backlash, especially from the media. And I, well, I would say especially they're all snobby, but that's I, I why. think there's a yeah. lot from the residents that don't want their lives really turned upside down the local in and around that area. Correct. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's right. With well, the construction, because Alexander's off. a nice don't area. Pay them off somehow. I went to eat on the waterfront, which I guess is right by where they're going to build with some family friends a couple months ago. I mean, it's really nice. Well, here's a bulletin. They just don't want a disruption. Here's a bulletin. Right. No traffic does. in Alexandria already bad. Already bad. Traffic's bad everywhere. So it doesn't matter where uh, it is. Is it? It's going to get worse. Okay. Somewhat when I worse. go to a it's Cats game bad. or a Wizards game, traffic's an effing it nightmare. Takes, it takes forever to get to games. When I go even here to a Nats game, it's a freaking nightmare. And look, uh, it doesn't take as long to get to Wizards games anymore because right. less people are going. No, no, it's that, not wow. necessarily the Wizards. It's just it's the just DC the, traffic. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I got it snarled. It's, pretty it's easy always, the last time. It's always a log jam. Always. Yeah, but. Um, even since I live in Virginia, I mean, I rarely go to these events anyway, mm-hmm. but from where I live, it would probably be like four minutes shorter. I mean, it's not right. that much shorter. It's not that big. I'm sorry. It's just not to go from Loudoun County to Alexandria yeah. on a Wednesday night at for a seven o'clock tip or puck drop. Yeah. And it's going to take look, forever. If you live in Montgomery County, if you live in Rockville or Gaithersburg, wherever, and you want to go to a Caps game, mm-hmm. you're going to go the extra little bit where whatever it is. To get to the new spot instead of the Capital One Arena, if you still care about the teams, it's not going to be that big of a hurdle. Yeah, for it's you not like to... he's moving the team, right? Like <laughs> if he's really moving the team, then I think we all have a right to bitch and complain. But it's like it's like he bought a, 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 a you know a BMW and people are upset. He you know let him buy his own car. It's right. his, it's a, he owns it. I no, think it's likely to happen, but I do think I remember Feinstein coming on the show and he doesn't think it's going to happen. I do think there's a possibility it doesn't happen. Of course. Which I think that's part of the reason he's writing this letter. He's got yeah, to lobby and appeal to the right but politicians. I don't think he's bluffing. No, no he wants. No, he no. wants to move there. Yeah, sure. I never I, thought he was bluffing. No, I know none of us did, but John does. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. So I'm going to. It's going way, it's way too much John, work. Do you still think Ted is bluffing? He'll say yes, but yeah. I don't think he's bluffing. He'll, yeah, he'll stand his I ground. Think Ted's got a hand. He's not bluffing. I don't think he's bluffing. He's getting his money in good. He's getting his money in really good, and he could lose. But uh, he wants to move it, hundred percent. He's not looking for just you know to this, make it equal. It's not an elaborate scheme to get more money out of DC. Well, he already got that commitment, right? Ba- Bowser after well, the she was announcement. Well, hundred million short. Right, I know, but they but it was better than zero. He had zero before, hey, and now he has like a promise. Of, that just means more more traffic cameras and more uh, parking. How tickets. much did DC end up paying? What's the the most that they'll offer? I thought I think maybe he was wanted six hundred. I thought it was and they five, five, something like that. But anyway, it was a hundred million short. But they, you know what? Honestly, sounds as crazy as it sounds. Somebody could come up with it if they really wanted to. He, I don't think it's it, going to happen. They, the fi- they offered five after the yeah, Virginia right. plan came out. Right. Yeah. You know what's interesting is that I've told you guys my father-in-law is long time been involved in his entire life in Alexandria politics. He's in this coalition to stop the arena. Oh, I was over is. at their house on Sunday. So many flyers. There's flyers all over our, their <laughs> oh, house. Oh, he actually but, is. 
Like I remember, I yeah, said, yeah, he's very passionate about it because I mean, he they live in Delray, Potomac Yard area. I get it. I thought you had said though that he was older now and he didn't care as much. He cares more now than ever. Uh, well, he's not. I mean, he's pretty much retired, so he's even more. So, so is he going door to door with flyers? I think that's <laughs> probably the next step. That sounds hard. To, <laughs> this is what, he, this is, this what his passion ever. is. So <laughs> they you want know, to they maintain grid, the integrity of Alexandria. Yeah, they got the gridlock nightmare. Pollution, yeah. commu- like the the housing, low income housing, I think is being pushed out for it or something like I that. I hope if I make it to sixty five to seventy, I'm not sure how old your father in law is. That my passion is not handing out flyers in the neighborhood. Well, you want to have some passion, don't you? What, sure. Yours just wants to be gambling and, anything, and fantasy. Any, no, no. <laughs> that, I mean, anything but whatever his father in law is doing, because that sounds miserable <laughs> to me. Yeah, you guys want to hand out flyers when you're 70? No, but he cares about his he cares issue. about his hometown. I mean, there's no chance any of us will do that. <laughs> what if Make- something upset you about the integrity of only? I'd be I'd I would I would count on somebody else to make a stink about you. it. That, that's kind of I, I, I don't think I he knows how desperately bad I want that arena oh, in his backyard. <laughs> he may have told you. You haven't told him? Well, I think he might kind of know. But... You know what? He may force Sarah to d- divorce you. Thanksgiving Day rift? Would no, it, would... I mean, because we never talk politics or anything like that. Yeah, but I mean, this is a big one. Yeah, it's his passion. Yeah. And you still have that little kid in you where you think it's so cool to have a stadium like Alpenshire Winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, it'd be perfect. He, he, dr- he could drop off the kids for babe- free babysitter and go out to concerts and oh, stuff like that with his wife. Not to the in-law. If if the new arena is in the neighborhood and he's better, he's not going to let him just drop his kids off and go watch the Wiz get beat by 20. He's going to be uh, salty. He'll, he'll come around eventually. Yeah, it's to be 2029. He's got no choice. Yeah, I, I do think so. back in the day, he was the one person in Alexandria that supported the sta- the football stadium being built there. So, so because he supported that. Because that. that was only, in his mind, 10 days ten days a year okay. or whatever. This is completely different where every night. Right. I wouldn't want to live. I mean, who the hell would want to live next to a freaking stadium like that? With just... 20,000 idiots coming in every night I would hate it. in your neighborhood. That's why I never wanted the, the Commander Stadium in Loudoun County. No. If you want to chime in, you can call us at 800-636-1067. Ted Leonsis pens a letter to the fans explaining why he wants to move the Wizards and Capitals to Potomac Yard. 800-636-1067. We'll take some of your calls next on a Football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. All right, got a couple of people that want to weigh in on Ted's letter to the fans, and then I wanted to bring up this article I saw yesterday about weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to the phones. Who's up? Let's go to Desi in Annapolis on line one. What's up, Desi? How you doing? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What's up, man? Good. Good, good. Okay, I just got a few comments. Uh, one, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. I live in Annapolis, so, you know, I can go straight up 50, hit the, you know, hit the arena, mm-hmm. come back, even with the traffic, and be home at a decent time of the weekday game. Now you want me to go all the way down the Beltway to Virginia, to the game, the traffic, the inconvenience, and then the number one thing is, it's a bad product. So I don't mind going to D.C. It's not that far to go see the Wizards, the other team, because that's basically what everybody goes for. And as far as him being compared to Jerry, he wants his own legacy and this and that. He should spend more time and money getting a good product on well, the Well, no in his defense, travel. put a great hockey product out there for like 20 years, at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the this basketball the product team. has been a disaster. We'll, we'll see. Yes. We'll I'm see. talking about basketball. Yeah, basketball product has been a disaster. They're, they're trying to rectify yeah, that right now. Yeah. 
I mean, by that, firing the coach with a full win, a full win team. Don't, don't worry about that. You're, like you're getting that caught in the, you're, you're getting caught in the day to day. You need to have a longer vision for the, for the team, like the front I've office does. I've been a fan since they were the bullets. I, I know. Need to. We, we have two. We have two. I'm kind of with you. How much longer do we have to wait? <laughs> Yeah, the product is part of the equation. I'm kind of with you. Look, they made a coaching change yesterday. It's a long-term thing. By the way, our buddy uh, Bobby Blicky, who we're tight with, he played basketball underneath Brian Keith. Under? No, you wouldn't say underneath. Yeah, underneath. I think it was UC Irvine or something. (laughs) Oh, he played at UC. Blicky played at UC UC Irvine. He's an ant eater. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty he texted sure. me. He said, "My high school in Boston's all-time leading scorer. His first high coaching school. job out of college was my varsity team as an assistant. Then he got a job for the Spurs as a video coordinator." Oh, okay. But if you look at the career three-point percentage, he had to send this to me. Career three-point <laughs> percentage at his high school, Bobby Blicky, one spot above Brian Keefe on the all-time list. Nice, <laughs> very good. My for buddy him. Um, Chris Fleming, who's an assistant. Yeah. He's the top assistant under Billy Donovan with the Bulls. I asked him about Keith. He said Keith knows hoops. He's like he spoke very highly of him. Now, I, I don't like know. It was just Keith, an interim hire. I, I don't know if Keith is is the answer. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's. I think they were just they just need somebody right. uh, a different voice. He's a seat just be a filler. little bit more competitive. I, I listened to David Aldridge on yesterday with the guys with uh, Grant and Danny, and you know it was a good segment. The, the one thing that did irritate me a little bit, well, David kept saying. It's not about wins and losses. And I agree. I don't think they care about wins and losses. But you got to be more competitive in the losses. They don't want to lose by 30. You shouldn't be losing by 30. You shouldn't have the worst defense in the league. You shouldn't have be out-rebounded by 100 every game. So you got to be more competitive within losses. But what really bothered me was, and I know everyone's all in on the tank. I'm not really all in on it, but it is what it is. He's like, this year's going to be bad. Right, I heard Next year's going to be bad. And the year after that's probably going to be even worse. Yeah, they're and, they're projecting out till twenty twenty six. Why? You know, they're going to be dead by the time the new arena is built. They're kind of they may be silly. I don't know that. That's why I'm out on these trust the process bits because they take forever and you never know if it's going to hit. I'd rather patch it. And oh, I, know. I, I, I can't stay on You're that. You're doing hit. it with the caps. The caps are patching it. I know, I but the wizards, have, the wizards have done it for 45 I years. I, I can't know. stay on that hamster wheel of me. I know. I'm the only one that thinks it, but it's, it's going to be years. They've been doing it since we were watching. It. Years of They've been doing it since we were watching, you know, Greg Ballard. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, but think about it. They, until this They're year, still... they always had stars. Right. <laughs> Even well, not, they not that they, not that they were good when they got to the playoffs, they weren't good enough to, to beat the better teams, but they always had stars. Yeah, a now reason to go. Right. They don't have any stars. They, they got to call Susan O'Malley. They got to start marketing. They don't have one else. player, even Kulabala. You don't, you don't go to a game to He's see him play. eight points a game. You don't go to see him play. No, 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 they don't no. have one player that you want to go watch. I'm, no, here's a, this is a great example of what you're saying. So, my brother, he doesn't ask me a lot, but you know, he'll ask me once or twice a year to get him tickets or something. He wants to take his kids, and his kids actually like the NBA. And he's only he's like he wants to see Curry, right? He right. wants to see, see other Wendy. teams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I said, well, how about this? Because I can get him. <laughs> right. He goes, well, there's nobody to see there. So like, all they care about is who's coming. The stars into town. coming. In. Yeah. Most teams have stars. Those are two that have particular bright new stars in Wemby. Yeah, but those and... are the ones that kids care about. Right. Um, they lost to a team last night, the Jazz, who played the night before, mm-hmm. and the Jazz were coming into the game were seven and seventeen on the road. They were down 20 at the end of three to that team. The Wiz are so bad. That's they how bad they, they were. didn't even get the artificial replace the coach bump. 
Like sometimes teams will get that. Like you, you put an interim in. Yeah. Maybe they might play a little harder for the next game. <laughs> what or did two. they lose by? One twenty-three, one hundred eight, fifteen points. Yeah. Actually, that's what closer than a lot of their quarter? games. What was the score in the fourth going into? I mean, the that's what I'm saying. They I, were I down twenty at, at the end of three. I can't yeah. add up all those numbers right it, now. Look, you can't, you can't make chicken salad out of <laughs> right. you know the phrase, sure. right? Michael Malone, who is the head coach of the Denver Nuggets, who won the NBA championship last year, came to Wes's defense. Now Wes was part of his staff, and he said Wes got hired. And he thought he had Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, right. and he had no Russell Westbrook. They traded him after, and then he had Bradley Beal for a total of like ninety games. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got dealt a really bad. So hand. the new guy, he may make them a little bit more competitive. But I know last night he didn't change the starting lineup. It's not it's like not you about can do the new much. Guy. It's just a different voice. Yeah, they, they don't care about. It. Uh, well, didn't they trade? I'm sure, those... he knows basketball, but that it's not. Oh, we got to get this genius Keith in. <laughs> I'm not. I don't mean to be disrespecting him. It's just like. We just need a different yeah. voice. Yeah, and he has ties, I think, to Winger and Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah. The NBA is a joke. Last <laughs> night, I think this is the first time in NBA history. I think I read this last night, Drab. Maybe you, you correct me. Last night, the two teams that were in the NBA Finals last year were who? The Nuggets. And who the heck did the Nuggets Miami beat? Eastern Conference. Yeah, Miami Heat. Last night, they both got beat by 30 on the same night. <laughs> they That's happened 3,300 times in the history of the NBA where the the – Defending uh, champion and the defending, um, you know, defending conference champions, conference champions played on the same night. Yeah, it's never happened where they lost by thirty on the same night. Last night, both teams lost by. 30. I mean, the Nuggets almost lost by forty. Right, that's <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. 30, Thirty-eight. <laughs> the NBA is a complete farce. <laughs> that tells me somebody bet on the Nuggets. No, I didn't. I just I saw the scores. I said, "What's going on?" Yeah. What were you going to say, Drab, about Wes? <clears throat> well, I mean. His teams weren't always this bad. I mean, he had a chance early on when they had Bertans, they had Porzingis. Who, who's the, well, they had a veteran roster. Who's the right. donk they sent to the Mavericks? Oh, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Like they had <laughs> right. They always had Dinwiddie decent, was good. decent players. Good everywhere else. They should have been better than they were. The only thing that got me sights yesterday, there was a quote going around from, I think, the summertime where Kevin Durant was talking about Brian Keefe and said, quote, he taught me everything I know about basketball. Yeah. That's apparently pretty, their best friends or compliment. very close friends. But I don't think they're hiring him to be the long-term guy. Well, I mean, if he if he, if he goes on a show heater, something, if he goes on a heater. Oh, they're going to go on a heater. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're right. no, no, look, I no, know, but I they may not want, be losing by 30. Please don't. Uh, the the well, reason they made game, the move. They lost to a bad team by yep. 15. Hey, yeah, the I, reason I, they made the move, I saw, I don't know if you saw the video that Craig Hoffman posted yesterday. Craig Hoffman interviewed Wes Unseld before the season, mm-hmm. just like we did. And in the clip, Wes was kind of alluding to we're going to take a lot of losses but he said he knows all of the hurdles but we still have to compete every night right. and, they and they weren't do competing that. right that's the reason it's yes. not it's not it was not some inexplicable thing they weren't competitive it's okay to lose in this scenario but you got you got you know there are certain teams you should beat please 800. stay committed to losing they've <laughs> lost 6 and 9 of their last 10 it's not. No one's complaining about the losing. You got to be competitive. At least. It's the how. Cakes. It's fine. Cakes. Just, I got a question for you. I don't think there's a question for. I got a question for you yeah. and everyone loves tanking. Please. How many years of losing is acceptable for you? I didn't know. Three to four. Three to four. Yes, because I've I've suffered through. 
40 years of mediocrity, of scrapping for 35, 38, 41 wins. Mm, that's I don't true. want that anymore. Scotty I'm Brooks, we had 49. I'm committed Remember that? to tanking. With Scotty Brooks, we had 49. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I know you want them to compete. I don't think they're good enough to compete. Does that make sense? Well... I think they I thought know. they were better. I think they thought Poole would give them 10 more points. Poole's a big bust. He's a huge right. bust. I get it. And maybe he doesn't care. And, and they were hoping Denny, even though Denny's been better, that he would be better. Johnny Davis is a huge bust. You want to talk about a huge bust? Well, that was before this regime came in. I'm not yeah. going no, to right. blame them B- for that. Bust, bust, bust. But I don't think they're player for player. Even you say beat the bad teams. They're not good enough to beat the bad teams. They're the worst team in the league. I'm yeah. not saying... He means lose close games. You lose. Close I know, but what I'm saying to you. No, but like when Detroit have has lost. four wins or whatever, you yeah. should beat them probably. They lost to them by twelve. I know, yeah, they're, not, <laughs> they're not as no, good no, as Detroit. That no, no. In their opinion, that was one they should have won. I know. I think they're wrong. They're not as good as those. They uh, lost to the other two worst teams. They lost to San Antonio, and I think that's and they why lost to Detroit. they're moving on from West because you got to get a couple wins. Mm. From some of those teams. Yeah, I just don't think they're good enough. All right, got to take a break. If you want to chime in, you can always call <laughs> us in the MGM National Harbor Listener. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live on the Odyssey app wherever you may be. You can also check us out on the TV side on the Monumental Sports Network, presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber? Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. I don't often see the TV portion of the show, but I happened to see myself as I was walking by. I think it's like on a far TV here. And I noticed I sit with horrible posture. We probably all do. Oh, I, I, I looked like I was <laughs> You're hunched over. Yeah, I was like, I I, I'm just sitting here, and I got my my uh, arms on the arms of the chair, no. and I'm leaning forward, and I, I'm horrified. I, I, I look like my That's knees. Why I can't watch us. I look like my knees are up by my chest. If I ever like, they replay I got, I got, this a lot or whatever. If yeah. I ever see us, I cringe. <laughs> it's just because I think 
like I look ugly. <laughs> well, that yeah, I, uh, that too. Yeah. But like my posture, my posture's just, terrible. Like, look how I'm sitting. And it, well, that's I why like when I it's on in here, I always turn it. <laughs> right. It's really <laughs> disconcerting. And I don't know. Maybe if I should just maybe I should sit back. Maybe it looks a little bit better. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Well, also, those ten dollar office chairs you guys are sitting in are doing you no favor. Probably. I right. mean, those. I mean, they're just the bottom of the barrel. You're probably right. I mean, I'm not. Sure. That, I mean, I think this helps my posture a little bit. I'm sitting I'm sure. in a good office chair. <laughs> right. with my friends at PVI Office Furniture. Yeah, but those what, chairs you, are nubbins. What I try to do is during uh, not every commercial break, but just get up and just walk. Just right. get, just stretch just, the legs, get the blood flowing. Try to stay Don't sit here in this chair for four <laughs> right. hours. Don't right. grow roots in the I just, chair. Well, I have bad posture anyway. I walk. I mean, my whole life is bad posture. <laughs> I had to fill out a questionnaire yesterday. You're, you're talking about um, walking. And it said, how many hours a day do you sit? Oh. I, I just, I said eight. That's probably low ball. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> if you I mean sleeping, four right here. And no, no, it doesn't got sleeping. is laying act, down. I'm active like 20 minutes <laughs> right, a was, day. How many hours a day do you sit? Dude, there's I don't a know, hole never in my couch yeah. from where my ass is. <laughs> I don't even sit anymore. This is, you, I think I've told you this before. And Valdez, remember when you said yesterday... That you that you thought I had a coffee stain on that uh, vest, that Maris vest? Yeah, yeah you had yeah. some weird crumbs or yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know what it's from? This is honest to God what I do every day. I lay on my couch with my computer on a pillow, prop it up, and I put food on my chest. That's... So it's a food stain, like grease. It's a it grease a, stain. It was a chocolate chip. I put chocolate chips. Hold on, just, just eating chocolate chips, like, like right out of the bag. Yeah, I get a handful. Okay, I put it on my chest. And then I just we need a picture of that. that. Is that's so lazy. I mean, you've been doing that for years. I just remember you years. Yeah, I'll put Cheez Its on yeah. my chest. Oh, Cheez Its so good. You uh, should you know, get like a snack. You should get. They used to call them TV trays, but you should get a contraption yeah. with like part of the TV tray, and you wrap yeah. it around your neck. Yeah, here's my, what I know. And Dana grills me because she's like, "No wonder you have like a reflux. Yeah. You're eating laying down." I walked you know? into I walked into Harris Cedar last night and. The first thing that my eyes were drawn to on an end cap were Cheez-Its, as Valdez likes to say, BOGO deal. Buy one, get one. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> my shopping cart went straight to that end cap. I just smacked two extra What do you mean by end cap? The end of the aisle, like where they have. Like, I, mean, yeah. I didn't, I yeah, didn't know that yeah. term. I mean, yeah, come yeah, on, dude, I worked in re- retail expert, JP, yeah. that you're dealing with. I worked at Kitty it's City. It's the I items know about you put caps. on the end of an aisle that <laughs> okay. you're, you're spotlighting, you have on right. sale, whatever. Cheez-Its, buy one, get one free. I couldn't get the extra toasties in my cart fast enough. All right, we got a couple people that want to weigh in on Ted Leonsis, the letter to the fans about why he wants to move the Wizards and Capitals to Alexandria, to Potomac Yards. Let's squeeze in a couple of these calls because we got off track getting into the Wizards. They're terrible in their rebuild. That's a separate issue. Yeah. All right, let's go to Doug in Stafford. Doug, what's up, buddy? You're on with the Junks. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I have a lot of opinions on this. Um, my main thing is this. Look, I love the fact that they're in Chinatown. I used to live like four blocks north of the arena. Um, mm-hmm. But I get the move. And what bothers me the most is how many people seem to think it's Ted's job to save Chinatown. I 100% agree with neighborhood. you. I 100% agree with you. Yep. It's just weird Not his job to, me. to like, save the city. No. And whose job it is to save the city? Bowser, the city council, the other businesses. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I mean, other neighborhoods stand alone without arenas and sports teams. 
I don't understand why it's got to be all or nothing with them. And if they really wanted him, they would have done what they needed to do to keep him if he was that important to the neighborhood. Right. I don't think they thought he was really going to make the move. They thought he was probably bluffing. They're incompetent. They're incompetent. Like most politicians, they're incompetent. All right, thank you. I don't know that that they're incompetent. I think it's a tough job for a city that needs taxpayer money to go to other things to then offer up half a billion dollars or more to somebody who's worth billions. I understand that that's the way it works, but that's why a lot of these teams have moved all across the country. And Ted brings it up in his letter that he's not unique to trying to find the best deal, which oftentimes is outside the city. Mm Mm-hmm. To get more space. That's just the way it is. I agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I, don't, I also think they're incompetent. Is SoFi technically in the city of Los Angeles? It's in like Inglewood, maybe? The Inglewood, yeah. Inglewood neighborhood? Yeah. I mean, no, of course you're just yeah, not going to get the LA. space inside the, the city. Is. Yeah, you don't have the space. I agree. All right, let's go to Edwin. Edwin, what's up? Hey, um, I was going to talk about the Australian Open, but first of all, for the record, only maybe one other NBA team has this team outside the city who cares is an urban sport yeah. it's a city team but anyway on the who is it golden guys, state no golden state is in the city it's in san francisco all right what team is it i'm not i'm not I sure i think my, my, my actually be any most of them are in the city yeah you're just right. making yeah, up you, right you gotta have the, the, gotta have the name of the team that's not in the city when you yeah. call in yeah. with this take yeah no idea yeah it's documented information but anyway I was calling about the Australian Open. I mean, I heard you guys talking about it a couple of days ago. Yeah. You were, like, diminishing it as, like, the the fourth uh, fourth most important Open. That's well, that's a fact. That's yeah. No, nah, that's an old man take. I mean, that's that's something that was true maybe in, like, So you think the Australian Open is bigger than the U.S. Open, Wimbledon, or the French Open? I think it's bigger than any of them. I think it's much closer to any of them than some uh, distance behind number four Open. Okay, maybe it's not a distant, distant, distant number four, but it's nowhere near one, two, or three. I mean, it's your semantics here, but it, no one in the world would mm-hmm. argue that it's better than the other three. I mean, it's still a or slam. More prestigious. Yeah. yeah. But it's, but still it's the win fourth. one, but it's, yeah, it, it's, it's bringing the up the rear. It's the PGA it's championship like the, yeah. of, uh, the golf there, majors. Hey, look, no I mean, it's still big within the sport, but to fans, they don't no, have as much interest. if you win interest. an Aussie Open, it's an incredible and, and here's, accomplishment. And here's the other thing, Ed. I mean, but it's the fourth if major. you want to watch Djokovic play in the semifinal against Sinner, you you got to get up at one in the morning. Well, I did. I, I, I was up. I know, I watched, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> Why are you nah, such a tennis yeah. geek? It's like you and cakes. That's it. <laughs> Me? No, nah, tennis is great, man. Come on. <laughs> no, no, I, I love tennis. Listen, I my played tennis my whole life. I love tennis, but uh, you know, I, I'm not that invested in right. it. My my point is that they play just. You have to play just as well at the Australian Open as you. That's fine, but that's yes. true. I remember right. growing up when I was a real tennis geek, watching memorable matches from Wimbledon, the U.S. Open, and the French Open. Can't remember one silly match from the Australian <laughs> Open as a kid. It's also true. The one thing that's strange about Edwin, the one thing that's strange about the Aussie, and I think this is the only slam. Drab, you can correct me. There's no judges on the court. This is it's the only all one electronic. that's on, yeah. So there's no line judges. There's nobody mm. calling out. It's all like the Cyclops that's technology or whatever it is. I think that's in some other Does the U.S. Open do that too? Absolutely. It's, all, it's a hardcore thing, basically. The okay, so there's no that, judges uh, on the court at the U.S. Open? No, none. Okay, it's all right. completely automated. They started that Let me guess. COVID. Let me guess. All right. You hate pickleball too, don't you? 
Yeah, I've said I've said as much. Uh, I said okay. so. The, the, the okay. tennis purist. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. tennis purist. Yeah, yeah. But Edwin, you find this hard to believe. I actually got up a little early to watch the Sabalenka Coco match. It's just because you're. I don't horny. find that hard to believe at all. I know you love Sabalenka. I love her too. I love Sabalenka, and then I DVR'd the rest of it yesterday. I hit DVR on it. <laughs> And I watched the rest of it because I could only watch the first set, and then I'd go to work, and then I watched the rest when I got home. Yeah. Let me ask you all something. Oh, there was no. this when Sinner was up two sets to love in the Djokovic match, right? All right. And it was 5 5 in the We're first hemorrhaging set. listeners. Yeah, right. drab, this is a drab plant call, I'm convinced. <laughs> I didn't see any of the matches. I'm just so. doing it. I'm we don't, we merch. don't need a breakdown of, uh, of the Sinner match. No, 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 no. There was one event. There was a mysterious medical emergency in the crowd. Oh. When Djokovic was getting his ass kicked, he was like about to lose three sets to love. Suddenly, a lady screams, and they're like, "What's going on? What's going on?" Oh, like somebody a... in the in the crowd fainted or something. All right, you I think, think somebody faked a, a thing just to yeah, save just to, just to stop the momentum yeah. from right. center? I, you know what? I like <laughs> conspiracies. Center, yeah. <laughs> all right, maybe, maybe little showboat. Yeah, it was all over Twitter. I mean, all cool. right, Edwin, we got to run. Djokovic had won right, 30, right, 33 you, straight matches at the Australian Open. He he won basically four in a row. He, he wasn't there for 2020 because of mm-hmm. COVID. They wouldn't let him in the country, right? <laughs> so he won it in 18, 19, 21, 20. Oh, I'm sorry. 19, 21, 22, 23. Yeah. He's an absolute monster. monster. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Chris in Fredericksburg. Out. Chris, what's up? Morning, fellas. Hello, hey. Chris. Hey, um, not much. Hey, I, dra- I travel all the way from Fredericksburg to come see the Caps play. I leave at 4 o'clock in the afternoon to get up there for a 7 o'clock game. Wow. These people are fussing. They have to go from Annapolis to to Capital One. It's only a 40-minute drive, and then he's going to add another 10 minutes. If you're a real sports fan, it shouldn't matter. And all these people fussing about Ted don't want to go there, well, Ted ain't going to listen. It's going to come to Potomac Yards. You know, I just, you know, I'm a diehard Caps fan. I've been a diehard Caps fan since the late 80s. You know, I'm the same age as you guys. And, you know, this is for cakes. Ovi has to get to 22 goals by the end of this year to average 25 in his last two years to beat the record. All right, so 20. So you can say. Okay. Huh? 22 is the magic yep. number. Okay. If you do it in three years. The magic yeah. number. 22 is the magic number. That gets him to 50. Yeah. To beat, you know, to get Gretzky his last two years, 25 and 25. Mm-hmm. And then you can um, keep your $1,000 so you don't have to. Size. All right, where do you stand Jason. on this? I want to ask Chris Then I'll be paying him 100 That's yeah. right. I want to ask Chris yeah. this. So a lot of, peop- yep. a lot of people, <laughs> multiple people, have been sliding into my DMs, okay? Yep. There's all dudes, <laughs> yeah. gross, uh-huh. nothing like what Valdez get. All the people. Um. And multiple people have said Ovi came into camp out of shape, unconditioned. You know, Ovi's reputation is Russian machine never breaks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens yeah. to the best oh, of us. Yeah. So let me give you let me just yeah. give you a scenario. This I'm not trashing Ovi. I'm not. I love Ovi. I just saw Phil Mickelson do a video and he was uh there about warming up. And the guy asked him, Well, what did you used to do when you warm up? He goes, just walk right on the course. Right. Hit balls. Sure. He goes, but now I'm older. Mm-hmm. And he has this whole thing with the bands he's got to do. Yeah. So maybe Ovi is learning that as he's getting older, this is a theory I'm putting out there, that as he's getting okay. older, maybe now he's really learning it this year. I got to take charge of my body more. Maybe he needs a little Ozempic for a couple weeks, lose a couple LBs, <laughs> work on, be a little bit more of a professional with his body, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then next year, maybe he'll just be a better. A lot of older guys do that, maybe late in their careers, he, he right? Might, yeah. And I'm well, not here, trashing here, it. I have a, I have a theory too. 
He needs to cut out on his meals before the game, his pasta and his Coke. Why is my media meals? I don't, know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. But we all have to make concessions as we age. Yeah, of course. And maybe oh, yeah. Ovi has always gotten away with just being Russian machine never breaks. Yeah. And now yeah. he actually has to do what we all have to do. We have to start maybe stretching he needs, more. He needs a reset. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of reset. Eat a little bit better. Could, and then maybe we could see a little bit of a resurgence. I, I, yeah, he needs, to get to 20, he, get, he needs to get to 22 goals by the end of the year. So he's got 14 All right, to go. But if, he, if, if you want him to go by this pace to, to break yeah, right. the record in three seasons. Right. Yeah. Because these guys will posit he'll have a fourth or fifth season. He'll have as long he'll as he needs. He'll play until he's 50 if, he's, it, if he it has to. He has earned enough goodwill through Ted and Ted's well, and also, do hockey guys him. play extraordinarily long. Some of the legends. Gretzky retired at 38 It doesn't or seem that yeah, th- difficult totally of a number to achieve. If 22. He can, if he can up his pace a little bit. That's what I mean. Yeah. When you just, you just look at the number, go 22, it's not that many goals. Right. But for him, it's, it's kind of daunting this when he's sitting tough. at eight and do has you been buy for a that, while. though, that maybe he just needs to take conditioning and take his diet? And, and like, happens to the I, was t- I was told by somebody that knows mm-hmm. the Caps players very mm-hmm. well, and he did tell me, this is about three, four weeks ago, that Ovi is out of shape. Multiple people are sliding into my DMs yeah. telling me that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if that's the case. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. But you know. I don't know it either. But it could be a, 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 another accelerate the aging. Yeah. Right. So now you learn. You're like, you know what, man? I, I didn't really play that well this year. I need to really watch my diet. Come in here tight. You know, lose a few lbs so I can be a little quicker again. You know, whatever. Stretch more. Whatever it is. But again, like we, we said all yesterday, go through that. Cakes. He's gonna play until he's. If it took till fifty five, right. he's gonna play until he bl- I, breaks. I tend Christmas. to agree. That's with your that. speculation. I, your Nobody money is safe. That. I don't yeah, I'm safe. not that worried about the money. I just I want him to just break the record. I know. I it's gonna to happen. It might take longer than you thought, but it's gonna happen. I also want him to win another cup. That's mm, more important. That's a little dicey. That seems yeah, that seems a little further that's off in the a, distance. That's a pipe dream. That's a pipe dream. I mean, Coming I up can, next, grasp, right? <laughs> we'll tackle a head coach who's trying to become the leader in wins in Bill Belichick. But does anybody want him? 800-636-1067. We'll talk about Bill Belichick. Can he find a job on a Football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer? Welcome back on a Football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Some NFL news yesterday on the coaching front. Mm -hmm. While the commanders are going to bring in or they're going to go meet 
Uh, ben Johnson from the Lions next week. I think they're going to meet with Dan Quinn for a third time. Yeah. If you <laughs> include Zoom meetings next week. Two teams filled out their coaching vacancies. Just two left. Carolina hires Dave Canales. By the way, he has a smart agent because I heard he got a six-year deal because he knows he's working for a bad man and David yeah. Tepper. Yeah. So kudos to his agent for locking in the six years. Kind of off the radar. Well done. It's not a name we really heard that No, much. but he's like young and dreamy. He I is know. dreamy. He was offensive like coordinator. He like Jimmy Garoppolo he's an OC. calling he plays. He was, uh, Jimmy he was the, one of the Ravens' top targets for the new OC, him and Monk. Uh-huh. I know he interviewed twice for the for the job along with Munkin. Uh, it looks so like was, a really good hire. Hey, Just see if he can He's also very dreamy. You know what it tells yeah. me, Jason? It's annoyingly yeah. dreamy. It tells me Bryce Young's stock may be going up next year. So he yeah. gets credit for the really resurgence of Baker. Part, yeah. So they hire Dave Canales. He was a Seahawks guy, right, for a while. That's what, what gives me pause. He was yeah. in the Seahawks organization for 14 years. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hire him. Seahawks lifer. But they, but supposedly they were saying he gets credit for turning around Geno. Yeah. <laughs> they gave him Geno's good season. And yeah. Baker. Baker put um, him good yeah. numbers on And then Raheem Morris, who did interview, at least via Zoom with the commanders, gets the Atlanta oh, yeah. gig. He's a leader, dude. And here's the question. Just surprising. That we just posed as our junkies poll of the day presented by Van Meter Homes. Bill Belichick who some say is the greatest coach in the history of the NFL, Mm -hmm. seemingly was interested in Atlanta. They interviewed him twice. He's the only team, I think, that he interviewed with. They ended up choosing Raheem Morris... That's because Bill told them... Over Bill Belichick. Bill told them to hire Raheem because I'm going to Kansas City. That's the only thing I can think of. That's your theory. That's my theory. Um... So I put up this junkies poll of the day brought to you by Van Meter Homes. Will Bill Belichick land another gig in the NFL? Kansas City. That would I be don't the know. only one because like, he's not said, going to. Because and, it, and it's a no-brainer for him if he knows Andy Reid's leaving, and everyone's been saying Andy Reid. Yep. When when there's smoke, there's fire. People are starting to say that mm-hmm. Andy's thinking about leaving. So I'm sure he's not dumb. They've called people. He right. knows. He's got an inside track. What better on gig it? than to work with Pat Mahomes? Yeah. None. That's the only thing I could think of because all we heard was that. Arthur Blank really loved Belichick. Right. It was his job if he wanted. And he interviewed him two, a couple times. Yeah, and why that was the you, only team that Belichick why, was Belichick interested. Belichick was smart. Why would you take Atlanta if you know you can have Kansas City? Nobody yeah, but I, I, Nobody I, 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 I And that's if Reed leaves, and yeah, that's the yeah. rumbling. The rumbling is Where that there's he's... Where there's smoke, there's fire. I he, haven't he, really seen that much Andy Reid stuff. Where are you seeing this? I've, I've heard, heard it on the I've broadcast. Heard it, I've heard it multiple places. Hmm. It's just a rumor. It's not like yeah. he's talked about it. We had a guy on our show talk about it. I... I also read, though, the Belichick-Atlanta thing didn't necessarily work out because I'll of tell you Rich who, I'll tell you where I heard it originally. Ira Kaufman. Okay. Who we've had we on got, the show yeah, a bunch of times. Tampa guy. And he does a weekly thing with Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the fact that Andy Reid is really tight with his grandson. Mm-hmm. And Andy Reid's son is in jail because that car accident that severely hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. He's in jail. So he's got a really tight. I think the grandson's 11. I could be wrong on okay. that age. But he said, I could see him walking away after this year to spend more time with the family. Also, think but about that's it. a speculation. He said, it, I could see him. I know, but that's other where people I first are saying heard the it. same thing. Other people but are it, saying but, the same thing. But I started to believe it. But hold on. Also, and also factor this in. He's had an incredible run. 25 is, years. It's, it's very similar to um, somebody else who just walked away. Where it like they're really kind of struggling to get there, Kansas City, this year. It's not the same dominant Kansas City mm-hmm. team. So they're right. good. Still going to the AFC. I mean, they're an AFC championship. Yeah, the point, yeah. yeah but it's it's like Saban. But they're playing at 
Baltimore, not at home. Right. Yeah. But it's I like Saban. Saban, it was a tougher rut this year. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably going to be tougher next year. Mm-hmm. And so this is a great time to, to leave. You're leaving on a high note. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andy, he's not going to coach forever. <sighs> and his family life's all messed up. Well, if Reed doesn't leave, it's very surprising that Belichick. If Reed doesn't leave, I'll be surprised. Be, Belichick be won't surprising. be coaching this I'm year. I'm almost, I think it's like 90%. Or, or he also has the luxury of fixes it. He can just wait. See what else fleshes out next year. He could. If, he, if he doesn't want to jump right back in, he could. But it but seems like he wants to, to be. But right he back really in the wants mix. to catch Shula, and it just makes it that more difficult to. How get many to those wins numbers. is he behind that? Is it twenty eight? Maybe or am I off on that? That's number? Twenty six. Twenty six. Now you can say this. You can say this means nothing, but Reed was asked before the wild card weekend victory mm-hmm. about retirement, and he said, "I haven't even thought about that." I'm thinking about one thing. I figured that would come up when you guys were asking these questions because I'm old, but mm-hmm. not that old. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the guys say that. He could just be, says, he I doesn't want the speculation it, surrounding You would just say, if you were coming back, you'd just say, of course I'm coming back. Yeah. Of course I'm coming back. Look, you, you might be right. He may not be leaving. Tracy it would, it Wolfson? Would be, it would just be very surprising to me if Reed stayed and Belichick wasn't going to take his place, that yeah. Belichick's not. Going to coach this year. Mm-hmm. He's Tracy not going to Seattle, and he's certainly Belichick, not coming here. He's praying that Kansas City goes on to win the Super Bowl because right. there's no better that makes script. It easier. No better script for Reed to retire on than True. winning the Super Bowl. Maybe say, he's you just gambling. Yeah, but maybe I've he wants to win do. multiple Super Bowls. Like Tracy Wolfson well, he's already shut done down that. the speculation a couple weeks ago, uh, said her sources have told her she'd be very surprised if Reed retired, mm-hmm. especially with two years remaining on his contract. Mm-hmm. Right, Tom Boswell wrote a column, uh, and he called himself a Gibbsologist. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I remember that one. <laughs> and he said he was going to be here for the next two years. He retired that day. <laughs> right. The day the column came out. Yeah. yeah but it's if, not but the if that, timing. But if that did happen, and he, and he stayed, it would make me wonder what happened between right. Arthur Blank and Bill Belichick. Yeah, he literally did. That's what he thought. He thought, Belichick's the guy. Right. Except and it, except he goes to except once they interviewed everybody, one of the things which has been speculated about with Bill Belichick is he would want more control. Mm-hmm. And from what I read, Rich McKay didn't want a Bill Belichick right. type. It sounded like the higher ups there in the front office mm-hmm. were clearly very anti Belichick coming in because if, if he comes in, then he probably blows most, if not all, of them out. They say so, Arthur Blank was talked out of it by his staff, and that he wanted him. And that Correct. makes all the sense in the world, that the staff's no, no, you don't want Belichick. He's going to be too power-hungry. Yeah. That's the counter. Which is also, you know, I don't think Andy Reid's this type of guy, but pe- he can blow past Shula, too, especially if Belichick's done. He's got He's only, like, a few seasons away. Mm-hmm. He can and I him. know he loves yep. football because— you know when I would have retired? When my son killed somebody in a right. drunk driving accident it, or whatever. If I'm Arthur Blank, right. no no disrespect to— my son was addicted to OxyContin and all that stuff he was going through, mm-hmm. that's when I would have quit. No disrespect to Raheem Morris, but Arthur Blank is 81. He doesn't have that many more head coaching hire carousels in his future right. unless he lives to 100. Right. Maybe like, he saunas every day. He might, he might have a long life ahead of him. I'm, if he wants to sauna every day, he can. He's worth $7 billion. And he's— he coached, Raheem coached there. Right. He was an interim guy, but they chose Arthur Smith over Raheem. The last go round. Mm-hmm. Well, that was clearly a mistake. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> you definitely you, regret and that. JP, you could be totally right. I mean, Reed could be back for another three, four years, and but Belichick not 
Belichick not coaching this year would be a big surprise to me. Well, I, I don't want Belichick to go to the Chiefs after they win another Super Bowl. Because then everyone will just say those were layup championships. They'll use the Phil Jackson excuse right. on him. Just coattail rider. You can win with a stud quarterback. Right. Mm-hmm. Might be true. It might Sometimes be, but true. I want painful. him to prove the naysayers wrong. You do? Why do, what do you care about Don't you Bill also Belichick? want to pick your best I don't know landing why. spot? I kind of want I, – I feel bad for I guess for it's the same I feeling feel I have. I kind of like Tony Romo. There's no reason for me to like him. No, I, I feel – I get sites for greatness. I've always said that. <laughs> and no, I, I coined that. People are spitting on, on in his face a little bit. So I want well, him to – you it's know. his goal. The ne- the next job he takes is the last one he takes. This is the golden parachute. So if he wants to land with Patrick Mahomes, I don't blame him for that. Why wouldn't you want to land on a Hall of Fame quarterback to play out your last I few get years? It. Coach? Of course, and, every but, coach in the country. But would. it could be. We have no idea. He could. He could be. Um, the, the Atlanta job was the only job that he really wanted, mm-hmm. and Blank wanted him. And if Blank got talked out of it, whatever. Um, he may not be coaching next year. I know, but you know what's funny? Here's the counter to all of this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in line with what you're saying. Is if I was if I was Josh Harris, and I owned a new, I was a new, and I was looking for a co- Bill Belichick's arguably the greatest coach of all time. I wouldn't hire him. Mm-hmm. Like I think it, you know, I would just you want to go in a different direction. Just I want a new guy. Yeah. I, so no, I understand. Don't you want to win though? It, huh? Don't you want to win? Isn't the he objective hasn't won in to four win? Years. So uh, you he, can make the one arguments. of those years he did win. Okay, one. His he, his record is atrocious without Before Tom Brady. this season, it was five hundred in the three seasons post Brady, one playoff appearance. Look at it pre Brady. But I'm guessing you look I, at I know pre Brady, post Brady. Yeah. I know his record. Literally, he's uh, Jay Gruden. But I'm guessing if he took the Kansas City job, he's going to win. <laughs> right. His number. Atlanta, maybe not. Who knows? I agree, but not if you're Washington. You're you got John Allen's or Ron Payne and McLaurin. That's it. Yeah, I know. If you're Kansas City, no, don't I, you think Spags would be hired? He runs the defense. They're really good. He's been in the organization for a while. He's yeah, been a head Sp- coach. Some guys just aren't head coaches. Spag, yeah, he's Spags been a head coach is, before. He's been head coach. He wasn't good. No, I know, but that's what some guys just aren't. I know, but I'm just saying a lot of times like they said, what that, happens when guys retire for a team that's really good, they just hire in-house somebody who's familiar with the team. True, and maybe they do. But if I was the Hunt family, do they still own? The Hunt family still yeah. owns it, right? Mm-hmm. I would hire Bill Belichick. It's a no brainer. Yeah, I'm I mean, in that scenario, Spagnuolo. Spags was 11 and 41 as a head coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> he coach? get an interview. He's like a Rams, Rams guy. Actually, San or uh, San Diego. I the Chargers will always be San Diego to me. I'll <laughs> never change it. It's just I'm going to die stay in San Diego. The Chargers, in my opinion, would have been a. I would have hired Belichick there. Like if you have an established quarterback. Belichick, but th- but think about this: if if Belichick doesn't coach next year, that means you got no Vrabel, no Pete Carroll, no Belichick. There's still two jobs open where Vrabel can land. He's not going. He's not. Well, he's not coming here. I don't think so. And did he? Even, did he even interview in Seattle? Not sure. Yeah, he did interview in Seattle. I think Seattle <clears throat> might. Still I think they excited. would have already named him though. Well, but they're just... You know what I mean? They're if, dating everybody else. They're, they're, due they're, diligence. They're, yeah. Because they want all these other jobs. Are, everyone's getting Johnson. named. That's, that, I'm telling Besides you. Besides the guys who are still coaching. And that's just why I'm a little bit cautious about the Ben Johnson hire. It's because it seems like this has been predetermined. If and Rabel, doing fake interviews. If Rabel was going to be the head coach here, he would have already been named. I would because think he's so. available. Yeah, there's no there's well, no why? restrictions on him because they haven't had a they haven't had a, because they've already interviewed everyone. They've interviewed multiple times. Yeah, but they times. haven't had the face to face with uh, Johnson yet, who's the top target. And, and Glenn. 
But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if Vrabel was going to be their guy, he would have already been named. Because Johnson, they wouldn't have, you know, Johnson would have been on the back burner. I know. <clears throat> yeah, but so you're ruling I think out. That, one of the possibilities, they interviewed Vrabel and he blew them away. Like he wasn't their guy, but then he blew them away. Anything's possible. I just think if Vrabel was their top choice, he would have already been named already. I agree. Yeah. But that's what I don't like about this. <clears throat> I don't like, I actually don't like having a top choice. You shouldn't. You should have an open course. Right. But they have top choices. And they're just going to go with their top choice. We think. What if they end up hiring Aaron Glenn? Then I, then or I'll they hire a McDonald. Then I'll say, you know we what? We all assume. You know what I will say? It's Good Ben Johnson. You, unless they hire enemy. Then you I'll know, say they're just well, dumb. that's not Did you? Lewis Riddick was pointing out uh, this morning about some of the top coaches. And that, you know, now Raheem Morris is not an offensive guy. But the trend is towards all these offensive guys like Dave Canales. Who got hired by the Carolina Panthers. And he said, take a look at Coach Harbaugh's resume with the Ravens. He's a CEO type. I think he was a running running backs coach at one point. And then a special teams coach. Mm -hmm. Um, Coach different parts. But he's a CEO type. He's not calling the plays on offense. Of course. And super successful. Of course. And he was just pointing out all these other coaches and, and all these Coat all the owners right now. They're pigeonholed to like we got to get a young play caller. I agree. Hey, you're going to like the young play caller when the team's scoring 25 points a game next year instead of 19 or 20. But they get a young Vienna. play with caller a, with a rookie CEO. quarterback. They're going to score 25 a game. I'm just. Gra- I, I like to. I like to set the bar. <laughs> I'd high, go Jason. under. I'll go under on that. <laughs> what did we rookie? score this year? And D'Amico Ryan's defensive guy. <clears throat> Did get the quarterback. Well, they also have Bobby Slowick, a young correct. But you can do offensive that offensive genius. The theory against it, obviously, is you're going to lose your coordinator if he's hot. Except when they're Dra- playing the Ravens. Sorry, Valdez. Except, but Drab pointed out that every team has lost their yeah. coordinator in the last two years, regardless of whether he got But what about the fact that Washington's interviewing Quinn a third time? They get sized. That actually, that actually, I so like that. So now, to me, it comes down to, to they might obviously Quinn like and him. Johnson. They obviously of course, like him. Of course. Did, Vra- did Vrabel even interview here? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think he interviewed list. here. Didn't make yeah. the list. didn't make the cut. Yeah, so it's, they might really like Quinn. All right, we'll get into that. Would be fine. We'll get me. into the Dan like Quinn, Quinn question coming up in the next hour. Also, John Feinstein joins us today. Neil Greenberg covers the NFL and all things statistics for the Washington Post. He'll join us at nine twenty-five as we do talk about Championship Weekend on a Football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. Don't forget, coming up later on a Football Friday, we'll be joined by John Feinstein at. Eight. That's coming up in just about 15 minutes. And we'll talk with Neil Greenberg at 925. So I mentioned earlier I was going to bring up this article, which I saw yesterday, and it had to do with the weekends. Okay. Everybody looks forward to the weekends, right? So what it said is, by and large, behavior changed during COVID, of course, but that some of the behaviors, particularly during weekends, have continued that more and more people <clears throat> like to socialize less now on the weekends than before and just like to chill and stay home. Do you find that to be true? Yes. 100%. 150%. Well, in my life, yeah. But who's this yeah. pertaining to? Just, it was just certain age groups. General. There are people you know? in my yeah. family, people I know very, very well, that prior to that whole debacle were very social, did stuff all the time. Now, never leave the house. 
I mean, rarely. They leave the house for groceries. But it's not necessarily leaving the house. It's socializing. Like, you could have people, like, tonight, That's the article's about, socializing. Right, you gotta leave the house. we're going to have people over. That's socializing. People come over to your house. You host a lot. You, I mean, it's mostly family, it seems, but you host no, all the time. That's socializing. I do as much stuff as I've ever done. I'm just saying. Me, I mean, as I get older, I do things earlier in the evening. Yeah. All right. So I'm home earlier. Mm-hmm. Cakes, you know what I'm talking about. Of course I know what you're talking so about. Le- I'm yeah, right there with you. Less socializing for me, 100%. It was definitely planned. They didn't want you to go to church, but you could go to the liquor store. I mean, there's a million things. But is it true? 100% it's true that people are less social on the whole than they were before. 100%. You mean pre-COVID? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Kind of depends on the age changed. groups. Everyone got fatter. Depends. On- Almost everyone I know. Mm-hmm. But you fatter. prioritize alone time. See, the article was a little bit goofy. It was like saying that instead of like even for younger people, instead of thinking, "Oh, it's the weekend. I want to go out and party or whatever." Uh-huh. It's I'm. It's the weekend. I want to have my alone time. Whether it's like. People that are into video games, like well, there are thirty-five-year-olds that want to do gaming and stuff. Way different, yeah. yeah. Way different Wait, can you specify alone time? <laughs> no, this is why the article is not weird, but it's it depends on your week. Like sometimes you want to kind of go out and socialize, but if you've had a long week or a hard week at work or whatever, or if you've been in meetings all week and you've been socializing at uh, during the week, you just want to sit home and do nothing. It's just it depends on what how your mood is. It's not every single weekend I, I want to lock myself upside in. down because people don't want to go into the office anymore. They learned that they can knock out work from home. Yeah, or, three know. days a week. Yeah, yeah. Or I maybe, mean, maybe it a just couple days a week. Everything upside down. But the, we talked about a, a trend of young people a couple weeks ago, and this isn't. Overly young, but some of the article caters towards like people in their mid thirties. And this woman says she used to want to go out drinking, so it's actually the opposite of what you're saying. And now doesn't feel like going out drinking at bars. Rather chill at home. What do you mean it's the opposite of because they're just not drinking? And I think we've done a trend that there's a little less drink at home. No, 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 no. People drinking more than but ever. But there's also that there is a trend that younger people aren't drinking as much. They're Maybe not drinking younger as much, people, smoking. Maybe. Yeah, okay. That's They're so not having sex as early. That's small subset, but I would say as a whole, as a culture, we're drinking and drugging more than ever. Because that's what we did to occupy our, our time. We're numbing ourselves. Yes. <laughs> we would just have to ask local restaurant bar owners, hey, are you seeing a decrease in business over the last year i would guess decrease in people coming in but a huge spike in probably well, no, takeout it's, it's it's up i would from, think and doordash it's type up from what it, when it was at its lowest oh yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. so this but, was a but tick- is it down from where pre-covid 100 yeah. percent. so this was I, I don't a, know that don't this know. was a tiktok video um <clears throat> which had almost a million views and this is just one person but said um i spend all my time now just working out Walking, exercising, working, reading, sleeping, watching, and learning. It's more peaceful that way. Some people feel that way, but some people will go out. You can on the strike weekends. reading yeah. from my list, but 
Now you're not. <laughs> did you see the nugget that uh, that Wemby? has made it known that yes. Spurs staffers are not supposed to contact him. I think it's after 9.30 p.m. every night because he, and I, I kind of respect this. He has alone this. time? Well, he does, but it's not the same alone time you're thinking of. Oh. He blocks off an hour every night to read before he goes to sleep. At least that's the, the line that he's putting out yeah. there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. An hour is about right. I mean, it's good for you. Good for you to read. Got to set aside it. My hour. son said, "Yeah, he said he's like I never see you read." I said, "You're right." You used to be a big reader too. Yeah, Your like dad raised day, you better. But, Your father raised but like, you better. You know, honestly, the only time I read now is when I'm on vacation. But like it's good I, that you do that. If I'm on a week of vacation, it's good that you still do I'll bring, that. I'll bring a book, bring a book. I'll bring a book to the beach or whatever. And knock one out. Sometimes it takes multiple vacations to finish one book. And it's, <laughs> I it feel sucks. Like it's this, sad. This is terrible, but I feel like books, and JP just wrote a book. I, don't, I mean, it's not, it's not personal against JP, but I think books are just like the oldest old news of all time now. I'm so immediate in everything. Yeah. I'd rather just go online and read an article. <laughs> I mean, I think I read all the time. I just don't read a book. Oh, yeah. I, I read plenty, like on Twitter, but I don't think that really counts. It's just destroying. Twitter might not count, but if you go to what's left of my brain, if you go to articles, if you read articles, that yeah, counts. I don't read that many articles unless they're like start sit articles in fantasy football season. Yeah. I'm not reading that many articles. Yeah. Oh well, I read a lot of articles. Yeah, I don't I read, read articles. That all many well, we do articles. every day. I read <laughs> articles all the time. So I, the trend of people really is, at least some people, is they're seeing the weekends now as. The weekends are to recharge, mm-hmm. not to go nuts and go out drinking well, and partying with friends. Especially as you get older. That it's to yeah. embrace kind of like your alone time to recharge your battery, and you don't feel the obligation of getting together with friends. Now, we've been out of the, like, single 27, hey, let's all go to the bar game for a long time. Yeah. Well, well that's what you. I'm saying. I mean, it depends on who you're asking. If you're asking us, then yes. The, the answer is yes, we are socializing Yeah, but you less. still go on, like, dinner dates with other couples and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, but of at course. 5 o'clock and for an hour and a half, and then I'm home and I'm in bed right. on a Friday night at 8. You know? you got I mean, to have sleep discipline. But, no, but a 25-year-old, if you ask them that, they're going to happy hour, and then they're going to stay out until 1 in the morning. Right. Well, I went to Ned's or whatever it's called. In, uh, right, I mean, it was packed. Ned oh, I've, never seen, I've never seen so many people there. Now, <laughs> I, I go there every Tuesday. And it's not always like that, but that it was crazy. Nice. I actually thought it was annoying. I wish half of them had left. <laughs> too crowded for your life. Too liking. crowded. Too crowded. Travi, what were you going to say? You were going to uh, say something. I made a New Year's resolution to read a book a month, okay. like an actual novel. All right, so yeah. we're in January. <laughs> so it's January 26th. I'm reading this book called Empire of the Summer Moon. It's about the Comanches. Okay. Are you sized? You're learning a lot. How many pages are you in? I'm on page three. <laughs> and I got it 25 days ago. How long is the book? 400 like pages? 40, yeah, 400 pages. So you got no shot. You're yeah, out. You're I'm, I'm already out. Yeah, You'll finish it in 2029. What happened to those damn like three days in dry January? Yeah, same thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Resolutions are stupid. <laughs> they are dumb. That's why I don't make them. Yeah. I probably haven't made a real New Year's resolution in a decade. I think a few years ago I did make one to play more live poker. And I probably didn't even do that. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we got best-selling author, Washington Post columnist John Feinstein for Fridays with Feinstein on a football Friday, driven by your local Honda. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live on the Odyssey app, wherever you may be. You can also check us out on the Monumental Sports Network, presented by Crop Metcalf. 
official heating and cooling company, The Junks, looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetCalf.com to join their team. It's Fish Cakes, EB, and JP. We are a week away from our 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980 <laughs> event, which is at the Bethesda Theater. Get your tickets now before they're gone. BethesdaTheater.com. Uh, it's going to be a great event. It is presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local. Bank local. Um, it didn't bother me. This, you know, I do think I have some OCD tendencies, but this didn't bother me. But some people have pointed out that the banner for 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980 um, it doesn't have us like lined up in the correct columns. Like it should have the one of six, seven, you're the fan anal, host. That's yeah. why you're noticing. Then, no one else notices it, that. No, it's I said uh, it didn't bother me. You weren't listening. No, I heard you say it, but I said people were pointing that out. But we're on both, right? We're on both. Yeah, we're on both. We're on both stations. All right. So shouldn't be so upset. All right. John joins us right now. John Feinstein, bestselling author, Washington Post columnist. He's brought to you by Golfdom. They have your cold weather apparel in stock now and warm weather apparel for those traveling to play. Visit Golfdom in Tyson's, Annapolis, and their newest location in Rockville. Golfdom, live the game. John, you know, we've talked about Bill Belichick the last couple of weeks. Right. Looks like he's not going to get a gig. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. And and I have to say uh, that my colleague Jerry Brewer predicted this right at the end of the season, that Belichick would not end up with a job. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because he goes in and they say, well, we want – to do this, this, and this, and he says, no, we're going to do this, this, and this if I'm in charge. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, what about the rumor for Kansas City? That he's just waiting on that one to open up. Well, that that could be – he's 72 years old. He can't afford to do that much waiting. Um, no, he has the inside scoop. That would be the theory, that, it, that, that he has inside scoop through well, agents or yeah, whatever. What if Andy Reid stepped away after this season? Right. Yeah, yeah. and, and then I, I, that could happen for sure. I mean, if you have an opening – uh, whether it's because of Andy Reid retiring or because of a, someone getting fired, uh, you got to at least consider Bill Belichick. My big surprise is that the Jets didn't didn't uh, go after him, that they didn't get rid of Robert Sala, who's been at best a mediocrity, um, who, and who apparently spends time uh, exchanging uh, texts with Joe Beningo um, <laughs> and saying, "Okay, we got we've got a good defense." We got a veteran quarterback. If he can stay healthy, go do it. Um, but they stuck with Robert Sala. I, I don't get that. That that's a little bit like, you know, having me on the first tee and somebody walks up and says, "Hey, Tiger Woods could take your place." Now nah, we don't need Tiger. <laughs> yeah. we got John. Who needs him? You know, you mentioned uh, your colleague Jerry Brewer. Maybe Jerry is, is proven correct on this. But I told the anecdote this morning, and and, and I think you're. I know certainly I think you're friendly with Boz and you always tease him, but I think you're yeah. friendly with him. So uh, one of the my one of the greatest things for me as just a sports fan was when he wrote that article though, and he called himself a Gibbsologist. And he swore that Gibbs was going to play out his contract, and then later that day, Gibbs retired. <laughs> Do you remember that? That is like an iconic moment for me. That I, <laughs> oh, because I've been have. so wrong so Those many moments. times. I loved that. We all have those moments. Uh, and Tony Kornheiser tells a story about uh, being at the Super Bowl when they played the Raiders. And he walked into Boz's room. They were going to go to dinner. And Boz was just finishing off a column in which he explained in detail why there was no way Washington could lose the next day. <laughs> right, right. 34 to 9, I think it was. And we all have that. I mean, when Dan Campbell was hired. Yeah. I didn't think he'd make it through a season. I didn't think so Did either. Did you write that, though? Did you write what? it? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. I did. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, we all get them wrong. But, I mean, but John, especially I if you write as much as Boz and I have written through the years. But it is surprising if, if Belichick doesn't end up in Kansas City. All right. And I'm, if I had to put my money on it, I'd say no. Right. But that would mean, and I'm really surprised Vrabel doesn't have a job. I understand there's still I am two. Too. I understand that Seattle's still open. Washington, he, he didn't even interview here, I don't think. So I, he's not coming here. I think Washington's going to No, gonna they're going to hire the guy from Detroit. Right. So it's just surprising me that uh, Belichick and Vrabel are both Yeah, out. I think it surprises most of us. Uh, and, uh, you know, again. Because I would have put cash uh, on it that Vrabel was, was going to get a job. with Vrabel and the Falcons hierarchy. Um, Arthur Blank has this romance with uh, – What's his name? The general manager, Rich McKay. Rich McKay. Rich McKay. Nobody yeah. likes him. Huh? Nobody yeah. likes him, and he's never done anything really. Yeah. Well, that yeah. tells me a lot about Arthur Blank. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. And <laughs> and so, in Raheem Morris is 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 been a competent coach, but that's what he's been—a competent coach. And Rabel's had some very good teams in Tennessee without ever having a great quarterback. Um, Atlanta needs a great quarterback, no matter who the coach is. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised the two of those guys are still sitting on the sidelines at this moment. Here's here's what scares me. I just tweeted, and I've kind of talked about it the last couple days, is um, these guys obviously know more than any of us, right? The, 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 a lot of these na- – they're just names to us outside observers. But what scares me is the idea, and I think that we're all uh, prone to this, that they have a target, right? And their target is Ben John. And I agree with you, Jim. It seems like the fix is in that Ben Johnson's going to get the gig, right? Right. Um, but what, what scares me about that is, so are they just doing fake interviews then, and they're just going to give the guy the job unless he completely poops the bed? Like what? That we're ruling out potentially hiring some great guys that they didn't necessarily know. Like I want the interviews to be real. And right. Want, well, you know? the, the interviews aren't real. Atlanta interviewed fifteen guys. Yeah. How many of those interviews do you think were real? Now, some of it is the Roselle rule. you got to interview two minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do that, and then they, you know, they interview the guy they want. They, maybe they interview a guy or two who they think they might want. Um, but you're right. A lot of this is fraudulent. And plus, the league now requires that if you interview somebody, you have to announce it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm not sure the purpose of that. Maybe it's to let everybody know, oh, look, we're interviewing all these minorities. Um, mm-hmm. But that's different than it used to be when, you know, they, they would fly to airports and stuff to have secret meetings. Well, in some sense, it's working. I believe four of the six hires so far this go-around have been minority hires. Well, let's see. Uh, Pierce is a minority hire. He was already there as the interim. Morris. Morris is a minority hire. Canales. Canales. Canales, which surprised me. Kind of came out of nowhere. And is mm-hmm. there a fourth? And Mayo in New England. And Mayo, you're right, who was, all, who was there. Yeah. Well, um, whatever, for whatever reason, that's certainly progress. And, and <laughs> Eric Bieniemy is going to be the last minority not hired. Well, if they hire, I don't want him hired. He may deserve it, but somewhere else. It didn't work here. <clears throat> I don't know how you can say it didn't work here when uh, statistically, statistically. Well, see, I don't. I'm not a statistics guy, and I just don't. I think we're going to find out that they did not have the quarterback. And for a while, I thought they might, but they did not. And again, I don't care who you are. I don't. Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid, Bill. Be- Look how Bill Belichick did without a quarterback. Um, 
And I, I, I think the guy has done enough through the years that he deserves a chance. That's just my feeling. And I'm biased because I know him a little and I like him. Right. Well, I don't want to get into it, but I think that other coaches, better coaches, could have coached more out of him. Maybe. Think, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. You know, we don't know. Right. I would like to have seen him. He should have gotten a chance 10 years ago. Explain this. Explain. I, I know that's a separate issue, though. But explain this, John. Why, when you have a young quarterback who's clearly he's had some success, got a lot of things, why are you dropping him back 50 times a game? Why you have no running game and no offensive line? No, the offensive line, the one thing they could do is run block a little bit. They were terrible at pass blocking. And then you still, even still, you protect. You think this is your asset. The organization has told you this is our asset. We want to groom this asset. And then you just throw him to the wolves week after week after week, especially when he starts struggling well, like he did so Well, here's, my, here's a question even beyond that. If Ron Rivera is sitting there and noticing that it's not working, you're the head coach, Ron. Right. Tell Eric Bieniemy we're not doing this. Well, Ron right. was punched out. We know that. Right. Eric ran the well, show. But, yeah, but, but that's sure. a good point, Jason, because <clears throat> if the head coach just checks out, um, <clears throat> you know, that's on him. That's on the organization. That's on everybody. Uh, and Ron, Ron did clearly check out the second half of the season. So, um, look, you know, the thing about Eric, the thing about anybody is I can come up with a butt line for anybody you want to name. Right. And, you know, and when you, when you have an idea, like I, I, I'm, I've become obsessed with uh, how often refs are now going to the, 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 the scorer's table in college basketball games. It, it seems like games are taking forever. I'm obsessed with that because I love hoops, as you know. But anytime I bring it up, there are guys can come up with three reasons why my ideas are wrong. Mm-hmm. And you might be right that Biennemi isn't meant to be a head coach. There are some guys who aren't. No, Robert he Sala might be. He just didn't work with this group is all I'm it, saying. It didn't work with it. They were 4-13. and 13. Obviously, it didn't yeah. work. I'm not saying he can't be a good head coach. Well, that's my point. I would like to see him get the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, John, what were your takeaways from the letter that Ted Leonsis penned yesterday about the pending move uh, to Virginia away from D.C.? Ted doesn't like anybody criticizing him, does he? Um, I think he was shocked at the backlash. I think he was shocked. Yeah, I think he was surprised for sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, And that's what this is about. Oh, no, I'm not deserting the, the, the DMV, as you guys now call it. Um, you know, we're going to be right across the river. And what percentage of fans come from Virginia? The, the stat on 15% of our fans come from D.C., well, that, that's, that's a combined hockey basketball stat. If you, get, if you just limit the stat to a very bad basketball team, it's going to be a lot higher than 15% coming from the district. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you think he's bluffing still? Right. Yeah, I, I still think he's waiting for for D.C. to fold. Um, and if D.C. doesn't fold, then I guess he has to go ahead and move. But, yeah, I do. I, it, we're still five years away. I know. Anything could happen in five four years. Four years away, yeah. But whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I, I don't know. I just think he's going through too much work to be bluffing. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, but I, I, I think that this whole thing – and what happens when Youngkin's not the governor? Maybe the next governor's a Democrat, and he's not so excited about bringing, uh, spending all that money on a new arena and all the stuff around the new arena. I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's still a lot of questions ahead. Do you have a rooting interest in either game on Sunday? 
Well, yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, I'd like to see them win. I'd like to see Lamar win and get to the Super Bowl. I'm a big Mahomes fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not like they're playing the Cowboys or, or the Dan Snyder Washington team. Um, but I'd like to see them win. I'd like to see them get to the Super Bowl. Um, San Francisco, <laughs> Detroit. It, it's funny because the whole country's on the Detroit bandwagon wagon right now. And that, that I understand exactly why. Um, I'm not that into it as, you know, I'll watch the game, of course, but I'm not as into, you know, go Lions go as, as I think a lot of people are. And again, I completely understand why. I mean, it's been so long. Since I, I thought you I, liked I underdogs. I, you, I used to root for the Lions years ago because I loved their helmets. And because the first game I ever saw was a Thanksgiving game that they played in Tiger Stadium. That's how old I am. Don't you like underdogs, though? I do, I do, and 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 that's why story. I'm certainly not rooting for the 49ers, you know, because they're not an not an underdog. Although Brock Purdy is an underdog, yeah, right. of course, you know. Um, so it, 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 I'll enjoy the games because I won't be sitting there with my, my teeth clenched. Right. <laughs> hey, back to Belichick, and this is total speculation. But what do you think is going on inside his head that? Ben Johnson's this bell of the ball. He's been on the scene for basically two minutes. He's got zero right. He's wins. getting interviews He's from every wins. team. It seems like Fata Complee is going to be the head coach of, of Washington. <laughs> and Belichick got one team interested in him? Well, two. Didn't he interview, he interview with Atlanta and the Chargers? Did he meet with the Chargers? I thought, I thought, I read, I thought it was just Atlanta. Game. I read Atlanta was his only interview. I could be wrong, though. I thought he interviewed with two teams. But, to your point, um, he's probably surprised. I mean, you know, he knows he how good a coach he is. Um, but Belichick is a very smart, practical guy, and he knows that the big thing with NFL owners nowadays are young coordinators. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that D'Amico Ryan's had so much success in Houston means you don't have to be an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure he's surprised. But there may be part of him that says, you know what, uh, kicking back for a little while wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I mean, he's worked awfully hard for the last 35 years, back to when he was with the Giants. Um, so, but I, I'm sure he's surprised. I'm, I'm surprised, you know, and it's not me. John, if I'm an, if I'm Arthur Blank and I know that he wants total control, I'm going to say, well, you had seven, eight, and four wins in three of your last four seasons. So right. total control isn't something I'm ready to just cede to you all of a sudden. Right, and that may have been in the conversation. Right. And the other thing about the other Belichick's reply would be, "Yeah, I screwed up. I didn't get a quarterback." Right. And wherever you know, whoever you hire, you're going to have to get a quarterback, whether it's me or Raheem Morris mm-hmm. or somebody else or any of the other 57 people they interviewed. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that uh, I, I think Bill's probably surprised. You know, I mean, it it, it it'd be. It'd be like um, I don't know what a good analogy is, but uh, some you know some pitch one of the best pitchers who's pitching right now is going to be in the Hall of Fame, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, although he's a little older, but it'd be like Clayton Kershaw coming on the free agent market as he has, and nobody wants to hire him. Do you think and Belichick would come back as a defensive coordinator? No, we didn't think that with Ron Rivera, and it turns out Rivera wants back in. I told you guys he was going to do that, didn't I? A few yeah, weeks ago. Have. I think few you, weeks ago. I think you might have. To me, he just looked like a shot fighter, but yeah. Yeah, yeah although right. in a new place, in, in a new job, being coordinator is a different job, he, he might get his enthusiasm back. He's not an old guy. Mm-hmm. He's had health issues, obviously. Um, but so have I, and I'm still working. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I thought for sure he'd be a coordinator somewhere when we were all talking about him being fired. So I'm not surprised by that at all. And, and by the way, if, if I were looking for a D coordinator, he'd be somebody I'd, I'd want to talk to. If John owned a team, he'd hire Belichick. He'd hire uh, Ron yeah. Rivera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you better have good health insurance. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say, okay, squad. let's go back. First of all, who did I say Washington should call first? I can't remember. Harbaugh? Mike Tomlin. Oh, oh Tomlin. that's right, Tomlin, yeah. Mike Tomlin, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two, I didn't say I wanted Rivera as as a coordinator. I said I can understand why he'd be hired as a coordinator. I'm just teasing you. So, um, but uh, obviously they never talked. Would you hire Tomlin. any young guys? What young guys would you hire? You know, that's harder for me because I'm not as familiar with the young guys. I know, guys. same for me. Hey, John, you know, Bianami's not a young guy. He's in his 50s, mm-hmm. um, so he doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who among the young guys I would hire. because They all seem the same to me, John? the young guys who've been coordinators mm-hmm. until they become head coaches. I mean, what's his name in San Diego? was a hot guy when they hired him, right? It turned out he was an oh, idiot. Staley. 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 Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. everybody said he, he was going to be a great coach in San Diego. He had a quarterback, and he was a disaster. So you just you do not know who's going to be Joe Gibbs and who's going to be Brandon Staley. Yeah, I mean Kingsbury went to the Cardinals. He was terrible. It, it, what, after getting fired at Texas Tech. Yeah, so they don't all I didn't work. Understand it all. They don't all work. Hey John, no. I just want to make a formal invitation because in the past when we've done things, you said your, your line would be, "I wasn't invited." <laughs> the reason as to why you didn't come. We're having a 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 night next Friday at the now, Bethesda Theater. What are you guys doing? We're just what boozing. Boozing. <laughs> get on stage. Get on stage and talking sports and talking telling stories probably. Yeah. Goofing on each other. It's at Bethesda Theater, not that far from you. Right. So I'm formally inviting you. Well, I appreciate it. I, I honestly don't know what I'm doing next Friday night, but uh, I, I, I appreciate the invite. Do I have to pay for a ticket? No, we'll hook you. <laughs> we'll get you. All right, You'll we'll be see. a VIP. But I appreciate you inviting me. Yes. I do. All right, John. Appreciate you joining us every Friday. <clears throat> Thanks, pal. Always fun. Yep. Talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Best-selling author, Washington Post columnist, John Feinstein, brought to you by Golfdom. They have cold-weather apparel now in stock and warm-weather apparel for those traveling to play. Visit Golfdom in Tyson's Annapolis and their newest location in Rockville, Golfdom. Live the game. Coming up next, we'll open up EB's entertainment page. Don't go anywhere. Don't forget, coming up at 925, we'll be joined by Neil Greenberg. Talk stats, talk AFC, NFC title games with him. Pick some winners. Gotta get some winners. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tilt him and tell him I'm uh, I'm parlaying uh, the yeah. the totals. And I'm going to tell him I'm, I'm teasing the, the, the games this week. Well, right. the tease for the listeners is is that his plays, last time he was on, went 4-0. Ooh. That is Ooh. that's a good hook. He did. Yep. I thought he took the. I thought he liked the Rams on the money line. Mm. It's a good hook. So. Like He's this been white bragging snake about it nonstop on Twitter. So because <laughs> I told I told him I liked the Rams in a hey, tease, and I he said, oh, I'll "I like them on the running." You might want to check that. I'd be bragging about it too. If I go four and zero, if I'm on a heater, I'm but he did it like, on my Twitter. I know he liked the Buccaneers on the money line against right. the Eagles. That was a big winner. Hmm. But I'm yeah, I, I just. I just like talking gambling. I don't care who it is sure. or what it is. Of course like you do. It. Gets the blood flowing. Gambling. Yeah. Well, you like talking gambling with most people now because the one guy you used to talk gambling the most with, you don't, don't talk don't to ta- anymore. I don't, well, t- I don't talk to Skip anymore. This is a I mean, sore subject. JP's open. I, just, it's, it's I mean, I can pull crazy. back the curtain. No. It's, it's been since June 21st.
Wow. Radio Insider. You Here's do the math weird that he that. knows the date. Yeah. The last time I talked to him because he texted me on the same date. It's a. It's a. There's a riff. There's definitely yeah, a riff. And he's mad at me. He's mad at you too. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, the he's, ma- I'm the major reason. He's mad at. Ah. He's mad at everybody in this room. He's mad. He's mad at flakes. <laughs> what did I do? He's mad at the show, at the entity. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> he's mad at the, at, at the, the collective. But he's he's off, but he's it. blaming me for something. And sorry, Eric. I'm, Eric brought it up. He's blaming me for something that Eric brought up. Right. Uh, well, I don't okay. feel bad about bringing it up because I, I understand. it's part of my story too. It's fine. Have you? But the fact have that you thought he, of reaching out to apologize for bringing it up. Or no. creating said rift. No, I would. I don't mind. I, I don't mind talking to him, but I'm not mm-hmm. apologizing for something that I didn't. I didn't do anything wrong. Look, mm-hmm. if he wants to end the relationship, the end the friendship, lifelong friendship, right? Like brothers, sure. Born on the same day. Oh, I didn't even know that nugget about. If he you wants two. to end that relationship because of something that I didn't bring up, then yeah. that's just, that's on him. Well, right. and also. I'm the, listen. Clearly, I'm not as close as Jason was to him, but I lived with a guy. I consider him a brother. Yeah. And he's living at me. I, 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 but you know what? I don't care. I still consider him a brother. He could just be mad at me. I don't think I was there when it was brought up on the show. I was off that week. Mm-hmm. But my, my biggest takeaway, too, is, okay, maybe he's upset you said it. He's the one who did it. He should be more upset at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's upset because yeah. it made him look bad. But, I mean, he's... I don't want to get into it. Most sensitive he, talked, he talked about wearing his wife's panties on the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, yeah. which, by the way, hysterical. Right, people hilarious, hilarious. But anyway, so I haven't talked to him. I don't since. Even know, it was so, in fact, it's so funny. People thought it couldn't be true. CK squares it was not true. I think it's true. So June twenty first, the panties, the panties. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever, I don't know. All right, let's open up the entertainment page. I, I don't even care anymore. Get the latest celebrity <laughs> scoop from Mr. That was Bickle. just a little uh, personal venting going yes, on there. Well, oh, it's just he said he he loves talking gambling with anybody and just struck. I, struck know, me. Well, I don't know why you brought that up, but yeah, yeah that's, that's true. <laughs> True. It's the guy he talked gambling with the most well, since you every brought, day. Yeah, once you brought it up, I had to address it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's the yeah, elephant yeah. in the room it at is that point. Big old elephant. <laughs> um, all right, another reason why, the, you know, AI is a very dangerous thing, right? It's cool if you can accelerate some things. But Predictive text is pretty awesome. Chat GPT. Robots taking over. Robots taking over, although somebody claims that that robot video was fake, and and, and I'm sure it was. It was AI generated. But that's the problem, okay. right? Here's the deal. But with I, I, ever since you said it, I just think it, was thinking about it, and, and I was just typing up a tweet, and I just would hit, like, the first letter, and it would put the, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, that, that's okay. That predictive text is okay. But here's where it's bad. What if they, you know, if, they, if you're Taylor Swift, and they have the most... Realistic looking AI generated porn of her. Yeah, sucks. Right. And I know. That she, I know somebody. I I've seen somebody checking it out. Oh, you have. Yeah, I didn't see what was on the screen. Well, here. But I saw here. a couple well, of guys well, I mean, you gotta do checking re- it out. You gotta do show research. Let me see this fake. <laughs> Let me see this deep fake. So it's Taylor Swift. She's considering. It's it's Valdez's favorite website. Um, I forget the name of it. What's the name of it, Valdez? <laughs> celeb Jihad. Yeah, Celeb Jihad. <laughs> and pretty much all the celebrities on there now, we've determined it's all just, it's AI generated. Well, remember, re- remember when, like, the uh, the cloud got leaked yeah. with all the celebrities? Mm-hmm. Celeb that was G- real. Yeah, that was real. <laughs> the celeb Jihad was, like, like that, at the those, forefront Those of images it. are so fake that yeah. you just know that when, the second you see them that they're just. Only because it's Taylor Swift. 
But what if is it there was anybody? Else? What if it was a politician? Is there anybody? Like, you just don't know. Eric, is there anybody who thinks that those are real? I guarantee you, there's someone out oh, there, sure. there who saw oh, They're the dumbest people on the planet. <laughs> I understand. But let me give you a scenario. What if we have a politician? Let's say uh, uh, the, the president. Let's say it's Biden, and it's an yeah. AI-generated thing of Biden declaring war on. You know what I mean? Like. If it was something it's, outrageous, I would think, oh, it's fake. If it's not, if it's something. Yeah, but that, I'm saying it, this is how that it can is get outrageous. crazy. Yeah. This is how it can get crazy. This is how people get blackmailed. It's actually <clears throat> so crazy now that people are just using AI's defense. They're saying it was artificially, like they're accusing people of stuff that they actually did. Hmm. And they're saying, no, it's AI generated. That wasn't me in the video. That was AI generated video. That was AI generated voice, not me. Sorry. And that's my legal defense. It's crazy. I'm kind of snoozing on great. the threats of AI. Kind of, my head's kind of yeah. The There's a lot of AI and we're just threats. barely touching the surface of this. But anyway, so Taylor Swift, you know, she's got a lawsuit on her hands, and I don't know how I don't know how they're gonna get away with it. But I just need to know whether she's flying back from Tokyo to go to the Super Bowl if the Chiefs advance past the Ravens. Well, That's I'm, what I need to know. She's a hundred percent. I'm I'm telling you, she would cancel it if she had to. I don't believe that would happen. How, Why? How She's far, a billionaire. She doesn't need a million How bucks. far ahead is, is Tokyo? I don't know. <laughs> at, least, at least 12 hours. Didn't you figure out, or were, we, were you wrong about the time? Didn't you figure out that she well, had I plenty mean, of time to do it? Yeah, I'm sure. It, like, as, It's 1030 at night right if now. If she wants to go to the Super Bowl, she would finish right, so her game at the Tokyo 14 Dome. 14 hours. Right? And you get whisked away to her jet, well, and then sleeps, flies straight to Vegas. Sleeps it off. She probably takes a Zanny, sleeps it off. And then she goes to the Super Sleeps Bowl. in a silly PJ. Yeah. All the rooms she wants. Right. And then she goes to the game. Gets hammered. Not and then worried flies about, back to Japan. Not worried about her door flying off in mid-flight. Right. <laughs> By the way, dropping you see down? that they have, uh, they found a bunch of loose bolts on the 737 MAX 8, whatever, <laughs> which I just flew on like three weeks ago. Super tilt. Yeah, they found a bunch of loose bolts. Is that a Boeing? That's Boeing yeah. 737 Mac, the one that's having all the issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to talk to my buddy the one, this weekend who's a pilot. Is that for, the one that where the door fell off? Yeah. Is that the Boeing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that, it was this, it's the one that crashed twice that, you know, the, it was basically like the AI just took over. Yeah. What's Boeing stock doing? I, I don't think I don't it's know. doing great. Can't be doing well. <laughs> I don't think it's doing great. But I will say this. I will, and I'm, I'm, I'm I guess I'm taller than the average person, but I'm not tall like Lurch. I'm like 6'1". <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you're tall like Jason, and he doesn't like it when you call him Lurch. Jason's Hi, six five. You yeah. gotta be in. You need leg room. Yes, I'll never. I used to always seek out exit rows and all that. I'll of never course. do it again. Right. The door could get blown out. It's a thought. It's a fear I never had before. Right. Now I have that fear. I've added it to my list of fears. So I'll never. You're afraid of loose stamkoses. I actually Bolts. just started to get comfortable <laughs> with window seats. It's a good zig. It's a solid zig. I like to sleep How against the window. How many people got that? Not many. <laughs> I like to sleep against the window. Now I'm almost scared to sleep against the window. You can't sleep on flights. I've seen you on airplanes. No, but I can rest. That dog can sleep on no, flights. No, but I can rest. I'm okay. not comfortable, <laughs> right. but I can rest. Mm-hmm. Boeing's down $10 in the past year. <laughs> Would it, but that, that, but it's give us the context. pretty like, much flatline for yeah, five give us years. Give context. Is it $10 down from 1000 or 201 so that's not that much. No. That's nothing. It's down five percent in the in the last year. I'll tell you who stock but, is but not down, down. But it might have got but hit down that day. fifty dollars in the last you know who couple of months. Isn't down yeah, yeah. and they're big on AI. There you go. Microsoft <clears throat> crested four hundred this week. Wait, the what's what's boosting now? Oh, and Google AI. AI Google stuff. too, I yeah. think. Right. Well, that's what's scary actually about the economy 
of all the, the S&P 500, this is actually true, true. Of the S&P 500, I think 20 of them or tech were, stocks were yeah. Yeah, they were all AI tech stocks. Those were the ones that kept it in the positive. Hmm. All the non-tech stuff, they were all they were getting losers. crushed. Yeah. yeah. It's the 20 AI stocks, all the other companies poopy. <laughs> Better get it at AI. Yeah. Better invest. Um Roughly, so not some 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 jerk will tell me I'm wrong. I'm just paraphrasing. Um, I never get more sights when Evie says, and this is true, because then he's going to say something that's well, wild or not necessarily. It may true. be AI fueled, but the S and P has hit record highs yeah. in the why. last two days. That's yeah. why, though, it's, and I right. think the GDP the was a market not the bank. It's, it's 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 a little <clears throat> fake. It's a, okay. it's a saccharine high. Mm. Watch out. Okay. Okay. Watch out. Bottom's going to drop out. Yeah, and I've and listen. You know who else disagrees with me? My financial guy. So I'm just mm. letting him ride it out. But what would Jim Cramer say to do with the AIs? Whatever he says, do the opposite. Bye, you, bye, know bye. Yeah. you know fade that. You know that. Cramer. That's legend. Everyone knows that. You fade Cramer. <laughs> Worst see. in history. Right. Right. Uh, speaking of uh, AI, did we ever have Jesse Jane? In yes. studio. We yes. did, right? We Is did. she the one that brought her big, tall boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she died, man. Oh, really? Drug yeah. overdose. Her Drug and overdose. her boyfriend died. Was it the same guy, the big, tall guy? I, that, I don't know. I don't know if that was... I think you might be thinking of Janine. Jesse Jane was on the show November 9th, 2012. No, Jesse Jane came in with her boyfriend. Big boyfriend. She's really short, blonde girl. Not Janine. Yeah. Believe me, I remember Jesse Jane. I mean, I remember... I don't. Did Janine come Jane. in with her boyfriend? Yes, maybe. But I rem- I remember her specifically. I remember exactly what she wore. Was but, her but I remember Jesse Jane. Yeah, he was a tall guy. He was athletic. Basketball. He was athletic. Yeah, he played basketball like a cow. Or he something. died too. I don't know if oh, it's the I same guy. Look and see if it is. I mean, that was fifteen. They years did a ago. welfare check on him. I mean, what are the chances of porn stars still married to Brett Hassan Mueller? Yeah. Right. It was right. Let me see if there's any pics in. See if if he's the guy that's like six ten. Um. But they did a welfare check on her, and uh, they were both dead. Terrible. So, serious? That's that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. That was a big. Jar, it was jarring news yesterday because that's Drab's number one seed. Yeah, that's your oh, number one favorite movie, all time favorite. Well, she actress. was in that one that I never saw. It, Pirates. Pirates. That yes. was the one that it was the. That's probably why she came in to talk to us. One of those highly. You know, you know how you weren't here when Paige came in studio. Mm-hmm. I wasn't here when Jesse Jane oh. came in. And, <laughs> you, and you I worked with think, us at that time. Yeah, yeah. I still think about it. It's still opportunity's you. clearly gone. Yeah, I've forgotten. I remember Valdez asked for her panties to give to me. <laughs> I, I feel like oh, it, you knew he. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can he, you find the segment? Oh, uh, you can definitely find. I can definitely it. find it. Did you find it during a commercial break? <laughs> uh, yeah, Travi, who did you replace her with though? Because I remember one time, a couple years ago. He slid in like who his favorite was, and it wasn't her. You have another Did you favorite? have a different favorite, another too? Another crush? Well, I, 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 she's, on Mount, she's on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Mount right, Rushmore. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Grab love Sarah J, too. No, oh, I don't no, know. It was Sarah, um, Sarah J. Don't damn it. Who was it? Don't put that out there. <laughs> oh, no. What's wrong with that? With Sarah J? Yeah. I know who she is. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, look, we've all is she on your Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Be honest. We've all done the deed to Sarah J. And I haven't, and none of us no, are proud yeah, yeah, of it. No one, no one would ever admit it. No one would ever admit it. I'm an amateur. D guy. Woods would admit it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Who was on your Mount? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I really have to. Does Sarah know who's on your Mount Rushmore? No, definitely not. Damn no. it. I can't remember who you mentioned. <laughs> I remember it just struck me like he slid in somebody. Oh, um, Danny Daniel. Yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> that's who it was. I've heard that name, but I, I don't know Drab, who that is. the only person with a Mount Rushmore who has a doodle. Oh, I, I can confirm the Odyssey filter is not working. I can confirm Danny Daniels board. is not a dude. How do you spell Danny. D-A-N-I, Daniels. I'm sure I've seen her. Big Reggie Bush fan. <laughs> oh, really? Just, that was her signature. <laughs> that was her signature? Yeah. That was her calling card? Look at me. Look at me, Reggie. Eric, I don't think this looks guy like a regular girl. is the guy who came in. This guy doesn't look tall, the guy who yeah, yeah. Brett Hassel I, I don't think that, that name didn't ring a they bell. They died in Moore, Oklahoma. I've been to Moore, Oklahoma because I, I was chasing twisters in right. Moore, I'm Oklahoma. Guessing you, don't, you don't want to die anywhere, but you probably don't want to die in Moore, Oklahoma. I've been there. Believe It's kind of a depressing town. Right. Valdez, can you seriously can I got, you find yeah, a I need segment? To, yeah, I need to find an uh, adapter. Very relevant. Us talking it's to a, relevant. a dead porn star. Yeah. All right, got to take is. a break. Remember, later in the show, we will talk to Neil Greenberg, get some winners for Championship Weekend on a Football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. Welcome back on a Football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. So here is a weird bit. I want I want Valdez to put this on your Instagram. I know you're you're out on Twitter, but put it on your Instagram. Valdez has our entire show history on two drives. Show it to the cameras on TV. This is Matt Valdez. This is our entire show history on these old school hard drives. Oh, wow. Nice. All That's every shows. single show. Those are worth millions. You're holding millions in your hand right there, Valdez. And we got to get that on somewhere. <laughs> if, and so he wanted to go play the clip when we had Jesse Jane in, but he didn't even have the adapter to one of them. I, yeah, it's just, such old school technology. No, 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 I know where the... I just I, it's I better than the reels. Yeah. I think I misplaced the adapter. He misplaced it. But but think about this: hmm. if Valdez dies tragically in a car accident, <laughs> my okay? knee knee surgery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he gets a, he gets an Alex Smith infection oh, and donks off on the table. God forbid in the okay? MRI tube. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a good anesthesiologist. Right, and he dies. No one else is going to know his obscure system. And what weird adapter it takes? Yeah, the junk's history is going to die with him. That are enti- literally twenty-seven no, years. No, no, no. It's it, so. I'm guys. Come on, you gotta give me some credit. All right. It's you literally just plug this into the computer, and then I everything. Know it's a hard drive. I, I know, understand. and then everything is. But I didn't metic- know that existed. Everything is meticulously labeled. Right, so if but you I don't won't know off, where you hide that, Roger will and, be able to, to and, fix it. And, and then you just it. you plug this in, and then you just type in Jesse Jane, and then it'll have every segment that she was in <laughs> with you guys. Got it. Aren't you with me? That this I, I, is... I'm with you. This is, he's, that's a 2007 system he's got there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's worse than Jason DVR. He is yeah. an old soul. We've said that many times I'm about Valdez. Sure, I'm, I'm sure those uh, don't go bad, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I think they're probably like the, safe. The circuit boards in there aren't, and aren't I appre- trying. Here's the thing. I have appreciation for it because he cares. Like, he cares yeah, enough unlike, to do dr- it. Unlike Drab. Drab care. <laughs> he cares. So, I got to give him that. No one else cared. He's got our entire show history archived on those two hard glasses. But we can't even access it. People would pay any... big money for that. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. know. With the P1, pretty the good mega P1s. What are you doing? Look at him limp around. He's going to go show you the previous system. Literally. With the real? Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. I mean, it's better than the real. But you know what? Radio nerds know how to use the real. Why can't I say like, literally? You know what I mean? Like radio engineers, they, they, would, get, they would have so much blood flowing if we <laughs> gave them those to mess with. I think. 
He can't. He can say that, and I can't say pump. You could. You could. You could. They, I mean, what? What is happening? Crazy. What's going on over here? He's, he's there's crazy. so many things we should be able to say. Oh, that's a list. I mean, I'd like to write down the, the world's list. so different now. We should be able to see, say so many things. I would have a list on the front and back of both of these sheets of paper. But, what we should be able to say. By the way, I'm impressed. Is that a new jacket? No. Jason usually wears the same stuff every day. <laughs> no. I seen that he's one. shaking it up. He's still got the same pants on. Yeah, remember. So we also have these, or did you get rid of all the reels too? No. Hey, next time you play poker, <laughs> don't limp into pots like you're limping around here. Did somebody give him you. an MRI already. So we have CDs so this is, of yeah, the old school reel. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Are you did, you, did you throw away all the other ones? Or? No, no, no. I, I have all of those. Yeah, these stored. too. Yeah, I have all of those stored. My favorite reel story is when Jason booked. I believe Bobby Higginson Bobby on the show. Bobby, former Tiger. During the first five years of the show, we were a nighttime show, and we almost never taped interviews, but we decided, Jason I, said, we got to tape this interview, and then <laughs> we taped it, and then when they put it on the reel, it played backwards. I, right. I might be one of the only people in radio. backwards or just slow? I thought it played backwards. Oh, no, Maybe it was slow. No, no, it just, but it was an obvious tell that we weren't doing it live. No, no, it, started, it started out normal, and then it got slower. <laughs> or it might have gone fast and been chipmunk speed. Yeah. But it would, bottom line is, everybody knew because we were like, all right, Bobby Higginson. Everybody knew it was taped. Right. This reel contains your, your segments. Suicide bombers slash golf tales. <laughs> Show hasn't yeah. changed. <laughs> you have an intern fight between Brett and I'm guessing Clank David because it says Brett versus Dave. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was a rivalry between those guys. Uh, grilling cakes about his facial hair. That's four minutes. <laughs> That's that was from 2001. <laughs> uh, video games and then. Brett versus Dave intern fight recap with calls. Wow, <laughs> radio is wild. So there, that, that is that's what's I, on this. This I would say I might be the only only radio producer in the country who knows how to do reel to reel. Still, <laughs> yeah. nice. You might be it. You don't think there's some old guys? <laughs> no, they probably moved on from producer. <laughs> yeah, they, they may have moved on from wife <laughs> yeah. in general. They're stuck. Gary Delabate. Yeah, me and Gary. You and Gary. You and Delabate. Uh, Good anyway. old days. It is, it is kind of wild. I mean, we joke and say people pay a lot. They probably wouldn't. But it is our whole history. <laughs> Sad story. I, I, put, I, I should put this bitch on eBay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know if anybody would really want it. But it is our whole history. Wild. Man, there's Think probably some that. crazy shows. You know what? We probably shouldn't. Nineteen ninety-eight. Chris there's Farley stuff. would probably put in a huge bid. There's stuff <laughs> in there that would get us fired a hundred times over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you, go, you just use the defense at different time, different era. Sure. But uh, woo! It'd be good podcast <laughs> material. No, no, it's not. But you can't even play that stuff on a podcast. I'm saying, like, when we're not in front of these mics anymore, we're doing a yeah. podcast. Oh, we yeah, start yeah, bringing yeah, that yeah. stuff out. Oh yeah, when we're self-employed, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, then we'll do it. All the accent, you want money still coming. All the accents cakes used to make well, fun of. We do subscriber <laughs> model, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to be careful. Yes, you do. It's crazy. All right, we wanted to get into Dan Quinn, so let's bring it up next segment. Some people hear the word Dan or the two words Dan Quinn, the, the name Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. and they start getting convulsions. <laughs> they don't want him. I like but Dan apparently, Quinn. the Commanders brass, the new brass, they're going to bring him in for a third interview. What's your reaction to Dan Quinn? We'll tackle that next if you want to chime in. 
636-1067. How would you feel? Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. Appreciate you listening to us in Richmond on that station. Of course, you can listen to Michael Phillips after us and AWOD after Phillips. So listen to 910 The Fan oh, and the, way, the Odyssey app. Can I break some bad news to AWOD? It'll take 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was grasping at getting some upgrades while he was in Vegas for Super Bowl week. So I reached, what do you mean upgrades? Oh, like in his room? Yeah, he, wanted to, yeah, he yeah. reached out to me to see if he can get some extra perks. Is he, uh-huh. So hold on, so he's I going spotted, to Super Bowl? I guess he's going out to cover He's doing it. the media Yeah, he's probably doing the same bit we used to do and fly back before Bro, the Those were the days. So I told him, I was like, it's probably a big ask, but yeah. I'll ask for you. So I reached out to our guy, Mike Beasley from MGM. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, can you hook up AWOD? He's saying at the Luxor, he's asking for some perks. I know it's a long shot. Can you help him? Mm-hmm. His response was, "There are it's, no perks. it's the busiest week of the year. It's busier than F1 week. I would love to take care of him, but I can't this week. Just, right, right. I can't There's do just, it can't. that week. So, so AWOD, instead of texting AWOD, you're just this, telling yeah, him now. Instead of me sending you back a text, AWOD, this is me breaking the bad news to you. No perks Can for you. Can you imagine what hotel Zero. rooms are going for that week? Oh, is astronomical. <clears throat> Has to be ridiculous. I, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure it's just through they, the roof. They've supposedly canceled a lot of, like, Dinner reservation. People have made dinner reservations months and months and months sure. in advance. Smart. And apparently, there's a huge uproar because a lot of these places in like Caesars okay. or, or Bellagio, mm-hmm. they're like canceling some of the of the reservations that were made because they can get more per plate for the people that are that are coming in. So they're going to upcharge so like, you just up, to like so get a, yeah, a so reservation. They're up, so they're upcharging people who have already booked the reservation. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. It's a dirty trick. Big scam. Everyone, ev- everyone's out to F you. <laughs> Literally everyone. Hey, you know what? Go look at the the uh, Fontain Blues. I think that's the new hot hotel that's out, right. th- out there. I'll check it Go out. Go look at their nacho uh, plate. That was $22. Oh, mm-hmm. that's Drab's dream. A $22 nacho Jamie plate. just made me hungry. He's all about look, it. I want you to go look at those nachos. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll take a look. I've never typed this into my search bar before. Fontain Blue Las Vegas nachos. I got to start eating better, man. Here we go. He's eating like. But think of back in the day, we'd be going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, in 2003, <laughs> four, five, whatever, we'd be going to Vegas. <laughs> we probably went up until to t- do radio 2007, row. 2008, 2009, yeah. 2010. Yeah. Uh, Valdez, I'm guessing you're, you're uh, referencing <clears throat> nachos with six chips cost $24 yeah. in Las Vegas. Six, six. chips? Six chips. chips. Wow. Yeah, it's not enough chips. All right, wow. I'm banging out a couple of these calls that people want yeah, to What's your reaction Dan to Dan Quinn if he becomes the head coach of the Commanders? Cakes? Here's, here's my, no, no. Anger, uh, sadness? No, 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 what is not yours? related to that. Here's my reaction to him getting a third interview. He's kind of nubs because if you haven't figured it out through two interviews, if you need to prove yourself in a third interview, I feel like you should be knocked to the bottom no, of the list. No, what it tells me. Here's my theory. money in the third interview? Like, first two interviews. No, the agent handles I, I the I just money. feel like if you need three interviews to get your point across, if that's what it is, if it's still a fact-finding mission for Harris and company, red flag. How many did you need I, for – How many well, did you need be, to land the job at Toys R Us? One, because I was still <laughs> – What was the first – Was the first <laughs> interview a Zoom? If you're not blown, first, if you're not blown away know. by the guy on the first interview or the second, no, it's it's I, time to kick that can can I give down you the road. an alternative that you your sure. point could be true? An alternative could be – that they've been locked in on Johnson, but this freaking old fart Quinn is blowing them away. <laughs> and so that's why they want to make sure. So I think that's the alternative. Or they ran out of time. Like, they, they, they've they been doing two, three interviews a day, right? right. It's been exhaustive. So like, hey, 
<laughs> We'd love to keep talking to you, but Raheem Morris is right outside the door. Unless they're doing this strictly for uh, show, for show. To me, I it's encouraging, and I know I don't particularly want Dan Quinn, but it, I, you know, am I supposed to believe in Adam Peters? So I, right now, I'm taking you are blind faith to believe in him. him. Yeah. He said the number one thing he said he was looking for was a leader. He didn't care offense or defense. Yeah. Dan Quinn is known for being a great leader. That's what everybody says. Okay, Correct. so we should not be surprised, and it tells me that they're interviewing people, hopefully in good faith, because my fear, as I've said to you multiple times, is it's just going to be Ben Johnson, because Ben Johnson's a sexy pick, and everybody says, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, well, let's and get, so I like the fact that it might be someone else. Let's get management involved here. Drab, if somebody sits down across your desk, you're interviewing them, and they're a star, they're a star. Do you need three interviews to hire them? Yeah, but what if you already had it predetermined it, it, he was going to give it to somebody it's else? the third interview, you, you're talking business. You're, you're talking numbers. You're talking about mm-hmm. what it's, it's going to take. It's probably getting more serious. Yep. It's getting serious. You're not, wasting time. you're not wasting time with a guy on your third And you have interview. no idea what they were talking about in the first two Yeah, interviews. I don't know. No idea. You're right. All, all these guys get multiple interviews. Could be meeting interviews. other people. Meeting other people. Right? They all get multiple interviews. Could be a sure. player involved. If they're interested. You When we had Hugh Jackson on, he... Remember all the things he said that they went through in these interviews? It right. takes, you got you got so much to cover. You can't just do it in one interview, I don't think. It just shows to me unless And it's I like all- Dan Quinn because Dan Quinn I know he blew the lead in the Super Bowl, whatever. He's been there. He's gotten right. his team to a Super Bowl. And he he knows he's not stupid. He knows he's got to hire a good offensive coordinator. He had bring, Shanahan. He's not going to bring in North Turner. He had Shanahan there. <laughs> got to. No, I'm talking about North. <laughs> he's not going to bring in an old guy. But Quinn feels like Ron Rivera part two. He'll be 100 percent. And the record is fairly record similar better. through six seasons. If he's here four years, his record will 100 percent chance Both got be better to than Ross. Super Bowls. There's some parallels yes. there. No, there are defensive but, guys. But what if he doesn't? Leader, I'll, 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 I'll bet you. What if he doesn't take personal? He'll have a better control. winning percentage than than yeah. Ron. He has a real GM if he's here, and and he just he's just the exact. He's the D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, I'm just saying. My personal feeling is it seems to be what they did with Ron Rivera. They hired Ron Rivera. Now he got more responsibility, but because of his leadership. His resume at his first gig, defensive yeah, just guy, Ron was a defensive failed, Doesn't of mean not. all leaders are going to fail. Of course not. Right. And Jason he could be successful because he's a Salisbury guy. Look, look I'll <laughs> say this. I'll say this over and over again. The most important thing it's not the GM, it's not the coach, it's the guy they draft a quarterback in number two. Because if they draft a silly, let's say it's Jaden Daniels, and he turns out to be a stud like C.J. Stroud did, well then we're all going to say. Yeah, good GM, good coach. And if it turns well, out to be a bust, goes then that. those guys are going to be gone goes in three, four that years. Because the coaches have to develop him and help him get better. JP, so the coach why, definitely matters. Why do you like Raheem Morris then? If you don't, if you don't want another Ron Rivera culture only guy, Rivera was yeah, Morris was terrible at head coach. Yeah, I don't know why. I told you, and when you pointed yeah, out the stats, I, it knocked it down. I just, I know you, you've been just because that you wanted him because he was a young guy. He was a young guy he's who had a shot. My he just has that. He has a preconceived yeah. notion. And like it, six years younger than Dan just Quinn. because he's fifty three, no, he's he, only he, six he, years younger he, than Dan Quinn. I would have put him on like yeah. fifteen years younger. Well, I mean, you know, he, wow. looks, he looks great for his age. Yeah, uh, but he was hired. Seriously, doesn't crack. I mean, Holy to, crap. to get hired at 32 means... Raheem Morris is only six years younger than Dan Quinn. He's 47, he's 47. right? Yeah. Something like that. Dan Quinn, I think it's 53. He is. He's my age. Right. Holy. Dan Quinn looks way older than Steve, Raheem Morris. Steve Bashotti went to Salisbury? 
What about me? That's like Ringo <laughs> drill. Hey, how does he not know that one? Everybody knows that <laughs> yeah. Steve Bashotti with the Salzburg. Everyone knows he was a local guy. Done good. I, I mean, know. I know he's local. I didn't know he's a, a seagull. I mean, I'm just sure over the years, Jason has yeah. touted that a dozen times I at least. Maybe. I, hey, just... I want. I want. If Dan Quinn's hired, we'll 100 percent chance get him on the show, right? Right. I would think. But I wonder if he'll remember when I interviewed him on Sports Rap <laughs> back in 1992. I can say no. He won't. Re- I'm gonna he say he will. Why that. not? I mean, he's gonna remember a he college came in, radio doc he, interviewing this him. This is Salisbury. Dude, there wasn't the that many. There was the only sports show because there was only one. He okay. did. Okay. Was only sports Maybe. Show. And he now, came in yeah. studio. Maybe he sat right at the table. With he's me. not gonna remember an interview from 2017 <laughs> with the Falcons. But he might remember yeah. that. So anyway, I like Dan Quinn. I, I, would, definitely, I, I would not be say disappointed it. if I mean, he was named. Are they going to interview him nine times? No. Ten times? How no. many times are they going to bring the dog in? They you know, might, if they, they interviewed Ben Johnson today. three times, you wouldn't have the no, same venom. You know they don't need to interview Ben Johnson ten, uh, ten times. They need to interview him once. Because they know he's a stud. Well, they already have. They, they've already targeted him. He's the top pick. I know, but they already have. What if it's Aaron Glenn? Oh, man, I hope it's Aaron It's not going to be Aaron Glenn. It's not going to be Dan Quinn. You know, gonna nobody? Be, you're doing exactly Johnson. what I don't want them to do, is to just hire their preconceived notion. Yeah, I love confirmation bias. <laughs> yeah, it's like, comp- like, what if they're doing this process and they're going, you know what, wow, this guy really is blowing me away. We wanted to give it to, I think this happens in real life a lot. We target someone, but then someone blows you away in the interview process. Right, I'll be stunned if Harrison Company bypassed the young offensive coordinator hotshot for a guy who flamed out in the Super Bowl a few years ago. Cakes, why don't you take us back? I'll be stunned. He got take to it, a Super Bowl. Cakes, take you don't us give back. me any credit for that? Oh, I give him credit. Cakes, take but us back to your Bill college days. Super Bowls. I mean, guys lose Super Bowls. I understand. Cakes, take us back to your college days yeah. when you had three interviews post-college. <laughs> yeah. What were they with? Uh, that was with uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell was, I think he flunked. I think Toys he flunked that one. No, I didn't Hold flunk up. Taco I... Bell, Foot Locker, and Toys R Us. Yes. Now, how did you end up landing at Toys R Us? Did they blow you away? I, I don't even remember. It's so long ago. I just They offered the job, and I took it. Right, but did the other two make offers eventually? I did. I I went you, in and worked at Taco Bell like in a realistic job preview you for decided it four for you? hours, and I said, "I'm not going to make chalupas for people. <laughs> I'm not going to do that." It's still, so, it's still hilarious. That. It's still hilarious. The cakes with the college, and those were his three interviews. Hey, well, you, what are you going to do? I had to it turned out all right. For I, you. Had to, I had to land a gig. Right. All right. <laughs> Again, you guys were not Forbes 500 listers coming out of college either. So let's. No, but I just had higher. I just thought of myself higher than. To go to those three for my job. That's he was fine. management. He used to wear the. That's he used to wear the, Yeah, but cakes. Great. I remember Did visiting you? him. I visited him once in, in, in Annapolis. Yeah. You were at the Toys R Us Annapolis. Mm-hmm. He would wear the button downs with the short sleeves, <laughs> yeah, like take sip with. You would have too. <laughs> so if nubs. you're going into a 53 foot trailer and uh, hauling out a, no. a billion pallets of Power Rangers, I, re- you I remember I visited him once or twice, and he, he was always outside smoking. Was <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, yes, that is true. I right. loved his breaks. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, Mike. 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 Sins. what's up? Hey, Mike. Hey guys. Hey guys. What's up? Yeah. Love the show. So I was thinking. They're interviewing Dan Quinn. So Harbaugh's going to the Chargers. Correct. So Kellen Moore is the OC at the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So he gets blown out. He becomes Dan Quinn's OC. He's interviewing with the Eagles, by the way, I think. Who? Kellen Moore? Oh, he is? I think so. Doesn't mean he's going to take the job uh, or they're going to hire him. But well, I don't, I'm, I'm neutral on Kellen Moore. I know everyone. They were together. Yeah, They were that's together right. in Dallas. Yep. That was kind of like 
what I was thinking. Yeah, that's, that's I know, a good I mean, connection. That could make sense, but I mean, are you excited about Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator? I mean, I guess he's somewhat youngish. I would still. He was boy genius a couple of years ago. I know, and then the it's blooms like, off that rose, like, don't you think? Right now, yeah, yeah but he has the, the Staley stank on him. Right, I think he'll be fine. But that, I guess that doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Doesn't mean he is. Could fall into my Raheem Morris thing. He was once considered a boy genius. He's a booth guy, right? What do you mean? No, I don't As defensive so. coordinator, he's been a boot oh, guy for Quinn. the Cowboys. Quinn, yeah. Quinn, not more. I mean, I, I don't know if I have any judgment. Well, it'd be hilarious People talk about his head coach from <laughs> <in> the booth. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. That would be hilarious. Uh, all right, let's go to Victor in Vienna. Victor, what's up? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yep. Yeah, what's up, I, man? I think, yeah, I think that it will be an upgrade. I think that the de- at least the defense is going to be better. The only issue I have is that even though they create a lot of opportunities to create turnovers, they will leave big holes and be susceptible to big to big plays like you've seen from the from the Green Bay Packer game. Shaky voice. Got it there toward what, the end. What was he saying? What was he <laughs> saying? saying that this year's I, I look if, if you watched the, the the Cowboys that they were susceptible to big plays is what he's saying. Okay. They uh, relied on a lot of turnovers. Like Bland led the league in interceptions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Can you tell me where they rank defensively? All I know is it fell apart at the end. But Micah Parsons is a god, and I just oh, I couldn't keep my eyes off him. I, I have to go back. But and did, look. Was he? Did he have anything to do with the drafting of him? Or no? Is he just lucky enough to coach Dan him? Dan Quinn. He was just lucky enough to coach him. I mean, he may have been in the room when they picked input? him. I don't know. I, I'm sure he was had some input. Was he there at the time when he was drafted? I'd have to go back and check his I'm just job saying, chronology. They finished I don't know. fifth in defense total yards. In other words, I'd love yards to see giving. a video like we have of McVay and Les Snead talking about Puka. Can we get a video of Dan Quinn uh, stumping for, for Micah? I wish I had seen that video in August when I wasn't drafting Puka Nakua in any fantasy drafts in the right, last Dallas round. finished fifth in total yards allowed, and they finished fifth in points allowed. Right. People were pooping on their defense late in the season, but I think they had injuries, right? Did they have injuries? Probably. I mean, everyone has injuries. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They but lost I mean, digs this year. But overall, they had they were top five in points allowed in yards. No, I'm just saying. I think I, I think they fell off kind of like the Eagles did a little bit defensively towards the end. Mm-hmm. That's just my feeling, but you know, my brain's mush. That's <laughs> probably wrong. Uh, you're agreeing with that? Why do you have to agree with that? You don't have to nod at that. Um, let's well, look. Go. The reality is. Cakes is probably going to get his wish from all indicators. Ben, be ben Johnson's going to probably be your next head coach of the Washington Commanders. I, unless unless he likes Seattle better, there's a chance. Just like if you're Ben Johnson, we were talking about, well, why wouldn't you go to L.A. over Washington? Let's say Ben Johnson gets offered both mm-hmm. gigs. Who's got the better receiver core? You're an offensive guy. Wouldn't you rather work with? What they have well, in Lockett's Seattle, but they have DK Metcalf and JSN will be in his second year. I mean, I would, I'd put up Terry and Jahan if Jahan rebounds against those guys against that two. Some more. Or Seattle's just, receivers are better, better or, running back. Yeah, or Got if your tackles established, or if you're Ben, just wait another year. He could you, do that too. You, could, you didn't re- really see these openings getting filled so quickly, and I don't think the bloom's going to be off the rose next next year. And you know what? Maybe you'll get the Eagles job. Possibly. It's true, but some guy, it's hard to. It's life-changing money. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to turn down. If they offer you probably somewhere in the neighborhood of $40 million, 35. Yeah, you're not going to stay in Detroit. I mean, you're going to turn it down. You probably would coach 
I mean, you probably you coach Carolina. I mean, you know. I mean, he's at least doing the interviews. It, it's definitely a possibility. And I, I saw it recently. That it was like he might decide to stay talking, in Detroit. I know the way everyone's talking, though, it seems like they're kind of leaking to people. Not that, yeah. that, that his, like he wants it. Yeah. And I'm telling you that. I don't know if they it, want him, but he wants it. The stuff they, that he said about Adam Peters. Is that a coincidence? He's, but why know, wouldn't yeah, Jock if, and Adam if they Peters both wanted each other that pressman? bad? Why it should have been announced already? Well, I'm not sure. He may not be able to do that until you meet him in person. I'm not sure that they are for sure they want him. Yeah, I know. I'm, that's I'm, and I think the Dan Quinn thing is kind of confirmation of that. I agree with that. Yeah. So if they end up with Ben, I should be happy. They clearly are very interested in Dan Quinn. I don't. You don't see, bring back a guy for third time if you're not interested. Trabby, what are you hearing about Seattle? Who's the favorite? They're waiting on McDonald, I think, for next week. I mean, Quinn is still the betting favorite at plus 300, but clearly there's no favorite. Here's one thing point. that Kime said. I was listening to Kime's pod. I, I highly recommend it to people. Um, John's just great. He uh, Just very factual information or whatever. He said uh, that the Harris group, they're basically not leaking anything. So people are getting their info from other teams, other sources, agents, etc., and a great, he didn't say him by name, but he says if you heard a guy had a great interview, the enemy, it came from the agent. It didn't come from the Harris group, which makes all the sense in the world. Right. Um, and so they're probably hearing Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson from Ben Johnson's people because he probably really wants this job. But we don't know yet if they want him. Is Ben Johnson in the mix on the Seattle gig? I yes. assume so. Yes. Yeah. And that's who most fans want there as well. In Seattle, they want well, hey, fans are dumb. <laughs> they want shiny new boy toys. Most of them are right. Everybody they call wants cakes dumb. <laughs> he did do yeah. Zen. I, no, <laughs> that, was, that was dumb. Self admittedly, did that, that get a lot of that hits? Was dumb. Did that get a lot of hits? That video should we be promoting? Thousand. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see cakes, if you missed it, go to our our fan YouTube page. Well, it, did they build it up? Did they show him taking it and then puking, or did they just have the puking? <laughs> It just cuts the puking. It's just the segment it's on air. The segment on air. Oh, Not so, pretty in the hallway. Yeah. Oh, so you did record him puking? Oh, that was right there. Johnny on the spot. Oh. Yeah. He saw me get up in the middle of the March Rest segment. That's hilarious. Slink out of here, and then. <laughs> he followed you with his phone. Like follow, me with, follow me with the phone. Right. Mm. Solid producing right there. All right. Well, uh, this whole thing, I, I'm actually sick of talking about it. You I think it will wrap up by just, next week. Can we just hire the guy already? Just name somebody. And I honestly. Yeah, I'm, but then once that I'm happens, then there's going to be a lull of Commander's News for a couple months. Really, until the draft. The draft is coming. We're doing the film studies. And we're doing coordinators. Yeah. Yeah, but like if it's Ben Johnson, they say it's going to be the offensive line coach. In Detroit, it's like a package deal. What's yeah, his name? What Fraley about, or something yeah, like Hank, that. Hank Defensive coordinator is a big deal. I believe that guy's from. I think he's from, from G-Berg. Yeah, he's from I think uh, so. From why do I Virginia. know that? I definitely he know He played that for name. the Eagles, right? Oh, he's yeah, an offensive why. big fatty for the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> offensive lineman, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, let's see, he's from Gaithersburg. He went to Gaithersburg They fill out their staffs pretty quick because the fix is in. No, I know, but then we got to break down all these yeah. coaches. All right, got to take a break. Coming up next, we will get into the AFC and NFC Championship games with Neil Greenberg from the Washington Post on a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. Coming up at 945, give you a chance to win some tickets to... Our big show, which is a week away, 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 at Bethesda Theater. We also have tickets to go see Nikki Glaser at Warner Theater 
So that's coming up at 945. But right now we'll talk to our pal Neil Greenberg. Writes for the Washington Post. Apparently, he was four and zero last weekend with well, winners. Why, why, not only that, he's nine and one during the NFL postseason so far. All right, so hold on. Crushing. He's on a why heater. Why does he just give us free winners? Why don't you give us these winners? Kind of does. I was on last week and gave them to you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I need them spelled out because I, you know, I'm on, with, I'm on computers. So just send we me literally t- go game by game, and you say, "What do you like?" And I say, "I like this bet." Yeah. All right, so do me a favor. <clears throat> just text me all your bets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you a winner this year? Or are you net up or down? I'm a winner, yes. I can barely even bet. I can only bet like $10 at some place. Yeah, the books cut him off because he's so good. You're too sharp for for how many books? Um, there's only one book where I can get a sizable bet down. Um, I would say <clears throat> I, I'm limited every book. Like every book except for one. Why don't you sell your picks? Why? Because I can't do that. I put them in print. They're free. Everyone has access to them. I'm a journalist. Freebies. Yeah, but you probably make more money if you're that silly. He needs a bag man. Why, yeah, why don't you get somebody <laughs> else to make your man. bets for you? Yeah, why don't you put Here's your why. bets? Here's why. Because yeah. I don't believe it's fair that the books cut me off. So I have to take the high road. I'm, I'm a journalist. I have to take the high road. Yes, I yeah, tell me. Listen, take that journalism stuff and shove it. Who cares? Nobody cares right, about journalism. Yeah, you got a kid. And then Neil, God bless uh, dude, you. I'll, I'll put goody, him through my accounts. Yeah, if, you're a, if you're a great gambler. And I'll, I'm never you. a very good gambler. If you're a great gambler, and I believe you, ditch this journalism crap. No. no Why? No, it's in his soul. He loves it. What? what? He loves it. He does Why? love Who it. Who cares? Start your own website. Neil no. Green, Neil's winners. Neil, Neil, so hold on. Neil's silly journalism, and then just no, do I your give journalism. My picks for free, they do well. Um, I do well in all sports. I had, in March Madness, I had San Diego State in the finals. No one had that. It's pretty good. All right. That's a good right. Pretty so solid. Do you guarantee me? If you gave me all your picks for this next month, will you guarantee me I'll be a big fat winner? Of course not. There's no guarantees. Come on now. Yeah, but you say you're a winner. <laughs> I am, but I mean, you're telling me, you're asking me for a guarantee. There's no such thing in yeah. sports betting. If there was, we'd be billionaires. He's a stats guy, though. He'll give you the probability. You can't yeah. predict the future. All right, but I, I'm, uh, so are you, how many years in a row have you been a winner? Be honest. No no BS. Not- uh, since, it's become, since it's become available in Virginia. Which, which is what, what like two, couple years? years. Two, two years? Two, yeah, two, last year I was up. Last year I had a great year, like a super duper what great year. What was your winning year. percentage? How many units were you up? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know units, but I I had a, I'll just say I had a great year. I, I had a really great year. And, what do you mean, um, like sixty five percent or something? I, I'll tell you off air. Ooh, okay, that I'm means not it's gonna... ridiculous. <laughs> All right, I, 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 listen, yeah, I know he's a huge like listener of the show, and I like him. Just give me your winners. <laughs> okay, I'll just give you he's, the winners, yeah. and I'll just I'll, I'll figure that. Well, he's going to give us plays. I'll, I'll give you. Listen, I'll I'll give you a big. I'll give you. I a, gave you all of them last week. We literally went through every game. No, no I, I know, but I wasn't paying attention. Neil, he doesn't listen. No, listen. Text me the winners, and I'll give you half my profits. <laughs> can I just give you a subscription to the paper, and you can read them? Oh, he already has a subscription. I know. <laughs> well, thank you then. I appreciate you subscribing. I the subscribe online. too. The online. Neil, well, Neil. nobody's getting the paper delivered to their home anymore. Yeah. Are you kidding? Aside from John Feinstein, <clears throat> I think you got to ditch this whole journalism high ground stuff and get into the gambling. <laughs> maybe no, he's just B- maybe he's just BSing us, and he does. He probably does. You know what I mean? No, I do not. I, like I said, because I. I, I don't think that that would be that would be a good look for me if I was ever found out. I, I do not do that. 
I, I do believe not. him. He he has journalistic integrity. Hey, he, Neil says that my next dog, he, I should name it Teaser. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good name. That is a good name. Without a doubt. Or maybe just expand it to Two Team Teaser. That'll be my next dog. <laughs> why, don't you name, why don't you name your Let's next dog? Two Team Teaser of Ashburn. That'll be the whole name. That's the that. whole, it's the longest name, dog name ever. Have those, like, those, yeah. those, you know, those type of names. So it'll be Lurch's Teaser, King of Ashburn or something. Yeah, yeah we'll, longest we'll pet name ever. Name, name, him, name him Brent for Brent Musburger. <laughs> Right, Musburger. Musburger. Musburger loves to throw the cash. Yeah. All right, your your favorite player prop out of either game this weekend? Um, George Kittle under fifty nine and a half receiving yards. <clears throat> Why in the Detroit San Francisco game? Did you get that eBay? EB? I just gave out a winner. I don't like the. Yeah, but I don't like <laughs> the player props. props as much. Why don't you like player props? But tell me why Kittle's going to be under. I love you guys so much, but. It is so hard to love you guys so much sometimes. <laughs> Why is Kittle going to be under 60 yards receiving? Because I, I a couple of reasons. Number one, Debo Samuel is is banged up. Yes. So I I think if he's out there, it could be for window dressing. You could fo- focus on Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. Uh, maybe that suppresses it a little bit. Detroit is very good at defending tight ends. As a group, they've only averaged about 55 receiving yards per game. Um, and when you adjust that for strength of schedule, they have the seventh best pass coverage against tight ends this year. Um, you know, people will point to the games when Kittle's games when Samuel was out. He had a 78 yard performance, um, 149 yard performance. Those were against really bad tight end defending teams. Better comp is like against Cleveland. Um, he had one yard playing 61 snaps, and also the opener against Pittsburgh, he had 19 receiving yards playing 47 snaps. So um, I'm on the under Kittle 59 and a half receiving yards. Actually, FanDuel right now is 61 and a half, so it's up. Definitely right. go under that. that. Yeah, well, here's a general rule. Yeah. Like, if you're going to play player prop unders, yeah. you're better off waiting right? because people love overs. So they'll push it up. But I have a print deadline, so I went in at 59 and a half. I'm perfectly fine with that. But I would, if you're betting, if you're betting unders, you can usually wait on the player props closer to game day. Christian McCaffrey's receiving yards is thirty-five and a half. Um, now Purdy was throwing a lot to McCaffrey. Um, I thought they were going to run a little bit more last week, but they didn't. Um, so if <clears throat> if they're going to kind of focus in on Kittle and Ayuk, um, I kind of think McCaffrey's going to get a lot of looks in the passing game. Yeah, he could. I mean, he always does. I mean, he's you know he's he's tough because he's so good and he's so dangerous and he could do a lot of different things. It's tough to to point out exactly how they're going to use him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also the the score of the game is going to play a role, obviously, because if they if San Francisco is somehow able to to get a lead, they're probably going to be running a little bit more. Um, I think that also plays into this a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just with the overall passing games. But, um, yeah, I mean, I could see a path where Christian McCaffrey uh, has a decent day through the year. I mean, he, he had 12 targets last week in the Green Bay game, and um, he only had seven catches, but three of those passes were just bad passes from Purdy. And he ended up with 30 yards. So I, I just think Purdy probably throws it a little bit better Sunday. So I, I'm kind of digging that 35 and a half. It's All been right. a while, though, since he's gone over 35. <clears throat> it has been. And a half. Yeah. He did it against Arizona. Um, and against Philly, but uh, it doesn't happen too often. Like I said, I think it's going to be very game-dependent. And if you think that San Francisco is going to get out to a lead, 
then the passing numbers are, are, de- are going to be suppressed as a result. Yeah. Uh, that's why I like it just because the targets I think will be there, but we'll see. All right. Um, any player props in the AFC championship Ravens chiefs. Do you like, I'm just looking at them right now. Uh, Mahomes passing attempt number is 36 and a half. No, here's, here's where that? I'm going with, um, the, the props for the, um, for that game. Um, like I, I'm looking at, what could happen and the the market is pricing baltimore winning by 10 the same as the um the chiefs winning by three or more so what's the what's the storyline that would have to come out of that and i think a lot of people are going to think lamar has a big game but he really doesn't in the blowout wins he doesn't have big games his rushing yards are under 51 and his passing yards are under like 200. So um, I I actually played a, a single game parlay, which I don't do often, but I did in this case, where I took Baltimore minus nine and a half, and um, I took Lamar under 64 and a half rushing yards and under 208 and a half passing yards. Did you get all that, DB? Yep. <laughs> Un- so under rushing yards, under passing yards, and I'm sorry, what was the other one? Um, Baltimore minus nine and a half. Because I think if we do see a blowout, um, that's that's possibly what it could look like. Do you, yeah. hey, reading... do, you the, do you have the odds on that? Can you give us the odds on those? It was like plus 1,100 when, okay. I, when I placed it that. All right. Hey, reading your latest article, it seems like you think that the Ravens, their linebackers, are going to have success against Travis Kelsey. Is that somebody else we should look at an under? Yeah, I think that um, this – and I was talking to, to Valdez. He, he stepped away from his reel-to-reel stuff um, during the, the <laughs> he break. He ripped away from it. Your guy can barely walk. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, this, this Baltimore Ravens team is, is one of the best in, that we've seen in decades in terms of efficiency and adjusting that efficiency for, for strength of schedule. Um, the linebackers are really good in pass coverage, and, and that's really, you know, the Chiefs' bread and butter is, 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 take, is picking off these – these linebacker matchups for, for Travis Kelsey. Um, one, Mike McDonald is a very, very good defensive coordinator. Very, very good defensive coordinator. I don't need to tell you guys that. But, um, you know, Smith um, and Queen are, are two really good mm-hmm. linebackers in, in pass coverage. And I think that they could, they could limit Kelsey quite a bit. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely down on Kelsey in terms of having a big day this Sunday. Yeah, that number sixty two and a half. Valdez oh, I would definitely is, be on the other. Neil, Valdez yeah. is desperate for you to dub the Ravens the greatest team of all time. Are you willing to do that on the air? They're they're one of the greatest teams. I mean, you know, statistically speaking, by the by the metric that he's citing, they are. Um and what the metric does is it looks at the offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency and adjusts for the strength of schedule. Um and right now Baltimore is the top team. Um, and that makes a lot of sense. I mean, we're seeing some of that this year in terms of efficiency. They're really good on offense. They're really good on defense. Um, you know, they've they've played some good teams, which is going to make them look better. Um, I don't like getting in these debates in terms of which is the best team because there's so many other contextual stuff that's there. But I'm certainly not going to laugh at anybody that makes that argument um, because they have played really well. And you know, they, like I said, they played some. They played some good teams. They played some good defenses, especially. Um, but this will be a huge test for them. Let, let's see where they're at after this game. 
All right, Neil. Appreciate the time as always. Are you going to come out to uh, 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 night? Um, I'm going to try to with with two young kids. Weekend stuff is tough. I but, get it. Um, I That's will do my what best. you got not... married for. All right, go make your cash. <laughs> Dump the kids right. off on the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, EB, so much. You know that. I know. I know. All right. <laughs> so All right. Thank you. Neil. Thank you, Neil. From the Washington Post. He did give us winners on the radio. There you go. I get it, though. It's a, with the text, it's like Yeah, just send it to, to me to make it easier. Yeah, plus five hours later. Plus Eric, forg- Eric forgets yeah, when yeah, he's yeah, driving home. Five hours later, no, you have no recollection of what he picked. Yeah, I so know. So he likes, just to kind of recap, he likes Kelsey under receiving yards. He likes Lamar under rushing yards. He likes Lamar under passing yards. Kittle under text- receiving yards. He likes Kittle <clears throat> under receiving yards. I can't process yards. it. I don't learn that he one. He likes the alt line of the Ravens to you win by. write it down. <clears throat> with what pen? Because it's the pen you generally steal from me. Uh-huh. He likes the <laughs> or alt- text it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> he likes the alt line Ravens at nine and a half. All right, so that's good. Just give you five. My wife could say, "I need you to go to the grocery and I need you to get bacon, butter, and milk." And I say, "Text it to me." Yes. Because I'll get there and I'll go bacon. What, what else? What buttermilk. Buttermilk. <laughs> and then it'll come back with. And it'll come back with ho hos. Yeah. Come back with a hostess cupcake. Yes. I mean, I just I need it. I need to see it. Hey, right now, we're gonna hook up the tenth caller at eight hundred six three six with a pair of tickets to one zero six seven The Fan versus Team Nine Eighty Live. That's coming up a week from today, Friday, February second at Bethesda Theater. Your favorite radio shows together for one night, off air, on stage, uncensored. Tickets are on sale. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. It's presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. You can get your tickets at BethesdaTheater.com. But caller 10, we're going to hook you up for free next here on The Junkies. Rewarding the loyal listeners right now. Caller number 10 will hook you up with two tickets to see Nikki Glazer. The Good Girl Tour, Friday, June 21st. Hits Warner Theater. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. That is courtesy of Live Nation. I'm wearing our new uh, Don't Sleep Energy hats that we got. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Nice, right? It looks good. It's very nicely. I'm wearing Actually, the Maryland Whip Snakes because I am a minority owner of the, right. of the whips. Right. Yes, you are. Uh, I'm wearing the gear. So, yeah, send us free gear and we'll wear it. Yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much <laughs> how been that way for many, many years. Yeah. Yep, Some things never change. Um, by the way, I just Googled the weather in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 37 degrees. It's like going to be 70-something today. Really? It's going to be that cold? 37 degrees tomorrow, yeah. Or tomorrow, but what about today? Uh, oh, you'll be in the car the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I looked I'm at today. In the 50s, maybe? 37 today. Wow, that's weird. 37 tomorrow, Sunday, 35. It's butt cold up there. That's, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, can't believe it's a 40-degree difference. I know. <laughs> Six-hour drive. And, by the way, rain. Ugh. I was just uh, perusing this article about Bill Belichick and, like, what he might do in the next year if he doesn't get a gig, and it appears he's not going to get a gig unless Seattle or Washington surprises us. Mm-hmm. That ain't happening. And it lists five possibilities. One of them is just, like, waiting. And, the, you know, a lot of people thought the Cowboys would open up. It didn't yeah. this year. Maybe mm-hmm. the Cowboys gig. But or Philly. Another one is TV. Can you see Bill Belichick in TV? No. no. no he just, would be terrible, but, I mean, he's got a, such a name. I'm sure people networks would want him. I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 I guess, you know what, Tony Dungy's Brady, done it for a while. Brady's terrible on TV, but he's a name, so they're Well, I think it depends. My understanding is... If he wants to be charming, he can. He might be. be right. yeah, I was gonna say he might be better. So I mean, he if he's if he does this, presumably he's gonna open up. 
Yeah. This article says he'll become one of the most coveted broadcast free agents in some time. Mm-hmm. Well, because you do want to hear He's the so guy's grumpy. wisdom. I know, but imagine if he says, okay, I'm, they're paying me five million bucks, so I'm going to be. Uh, yeah. I'll put on an acting job. Well, I'll I'm be charismatic. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll be my normal self. Yeah. Now. But what does. I mean, we've asked Feinstein about that. He says, Feinstein, he says Belichick is. A very nice guy, right. energetic guy. If you know, I'm telling you, the lacrosse guys. After losses and five minute, uh, you know, news interviews, the lacrosse, you know, the media Rables, interviews, he's terrible. The Rables love him. There, yeah. you see, you just Google him and lacrosse. There's a ton of things where 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 Bill goes to the lacrosse games. He's leaning on a stick, mm-hmm. he's got a big smile, and he's it's like. He's like a fan, yeah, fanboy. Fanboy, fanboy. He's like all happy. Also, the radio guys up. He does a weekly radio show up there, and they say it's awesome. They yeah. say he's great. He's just he's just doing a bit. No, he's definitely doing a bit on the podium. Hundred percent. I mean, he's hmm. definitely doing a bit. What is your best guess? I think. I, I think, think the Kansas wait. City thing is in. It fixes in. Huh. I, I I kind of. It seems like a shrewd would be, move by him if he knows Andy. I bet against that. You place a bet. I'll mm-hmm. take the field. You take. You've got the Kansas City. It's a fixes in. My name's not. I think cakes. Andy Reid is coming back <laughs> next year. My name's not Cakes, but I think that makes sense to me. I'm the going. only guy that makes bad bets. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I'm I sure. I don't like field bets. <laughs> what are you? What are you pointing at me at? You want to go to the guy on one? Guy on hold. He wants to talk about Cooley. Oh, okay. <clears throat> James, James, what's up, buddy? Hey guys, what's going on? What's up? Um, yeah, just a couple, just a couple things. Um, so one. Uh, Cooley and uh, Coach Cooley and Georgetown are returning to Providence uh, tomorrow at 1230. Um, it's going to be an awesome atmosphere. Uh, there's tickets going on the black market for like thousands of dollars. Wow. Um, it's going to be insane. Um, there's also a documentary that was released uh, last week by Biggie's Films that dives into, I think uh, this is right up EB's alley and probably Jason because it also sets the uh, context of like Providence, Georgetown going back in the 80s and 90s, like Golden Era Hoops. Mm-hmm. And uh and they start going into the, uh, you know, how Cooley left Providence. And essentially, I mean, they kind of paint him as like a used car salesman um, because they splice the audio from like his first presser with Providence and his first presser with Georgetown. And he says like all the same things. Like I didn't go to PC. I'm a, I'm a objective outsider on on all this. But uh, the uh, the documentary is insane. Like I, I guarantee you, if you watch it, you will look at Coach Cooley um, in the same light as you probably do. I don't, and I don't think like uh, the Washington Post has really done a great job of reporting kind of exactly how he, how he departed uh, Providence because they won the Big East Championship in 22, and they were kind of like on a rocket ship to kind of keep on uh, competing for Big East Championships. And then uh, he basically started, uh, you know, planting the seeds for his departure in the middle, like in the lead-up to the Big East Tournament of 23, and essentially quit on the team. And he was actively, like, recruiting guys from that team to follow him to Georgetown. And none of them wanted – I mean, none of them followed um, him to Georgetown. So it just – I mean, it's kind of shocking when you see some of the footage they have and kind of some of the BS that he does behind wow. the scenes. But I think a lot uh, of coaches – look, when you're in a, a a press conference situation, you're saying that they've spliced. Mm. And you're taking over a program like you did at Providence. A lot of times you're going to say, this is where I always wanted to be. And you're going to say those type of things. I'm sure – you could do the same thing with probably Jim Harbaugh along, along, along the way at Michigan, and now all of a sudden he's bounced to the well, Sounds interesting, though. I know uh, <clears throat> somebody that works for Cooley, and, he, and I asked him all about it, and he said the number one thing that Cooley said he regretted was uh, saying that I never wanted to work anywhere else. He just regretted saying that he should never have said that. Yep, kept that just, one to yourself. Yeah, he just because it haunted him. It, because yep. of him saying that, yep. everyone got crazy. Yeah. 
He just, you know, he just he shouldn't have said that. I think Georgetown, are they still stuck on one win in the conference? Yep. He took over seven. a program, though, Yes, that fathom this. Patrick Ewing was 2-37, and 37, I believe, in his last, was that, 39 Just, Big East games? Yeah. Patrick Something Ewing like that. I mean, they're going to get better. It's going to take a while, but they're going to get better. He was the Hugh Jackson of, the, of Big East coaching. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, they had, like, one <clears> run <throat> where they won the Big East tournament and got into the <laughs> tournament. And if you're cool, you have, you have one trump card to play. You're better than DePaul. Oh, the Pauls. The Pauls. I think they've had some close games. Got. Well, it doesn't matter. They're eight and eleven, and they're one and seven in the conference. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, see, compared to last year, yeah, yeah. No, they 100%. look like they're headed in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, and I think guys recruiting is 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 better. Big. All right, got to get out of here for Bish Bucks Cakes. Eb, I'm JP. Everybody have a great week. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.